Hi, everybody. Welcome to Wait a DM Minute. We are a podcast for Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, where we roll everything up right before the game starts. In a moment, I will roll for who the DM will be. Then we will roll for what the main monster is, as well as what um, the setting for the adventure is. Today, we have Athorium. Athorium, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Athorium, and I'm here. Yes, the best ability is availability. Thank you for joining us. Grizzly! I, I am Hyper Grizzly, and there's nothing more to say. And last, but perhaps least, Anthony. <laughs> Hi, I'm Anthony, and according to the dice rolls, I'm definitely last and least. Uh, as I said, my name is Puppy Pound. I write games professionally, so if you want to check out GM Puppy Pound on DriveThru and see my stuff, uh, I really appreciate it. Otherwise, I'm going to get to rolling. So we have our D4. Um, Thorium, you're a 1. I'm a 2. Grizz is a 3, and Anthony's a 4. And I got a two, that is myself. guys we're going to get rolling um i i went with i got a i don't remember the numbers now but i got a school or a college and a knight as in with the k version um so that is what we are going to try to incorporate today um your backgrounds uh, for your characters is you guys have all just finished your freshman year at a school called the fraternal order of fraternities <laughs> um, guys, um, last year you got through it. Uh, the freshmen have to live in the dorms, uh, so that kind of stinks. But the exciting thing is at the start of your second year, you get to actually join one of the fraternal fraternities. Um, and you guys are all pretty stoked about that. Um, let's say for the sake of this game that fraternities are co-ed in case anyone wants to play uh, as a female character. Um, unfortunately, uh, part of the process for getting placed into these fraternities has to do with your um, how, how well you place in a series of tests. Um, <laughs> and your guys' test day is here right now, and we're going to go through them one by one. Um, Athorium, can you please roll a d4? That is a two. Okay. Athorium, please explain to us who you're playing today and what's going through their minds as they walk to their conjuration test. All righty. I am playing uh, Dramathil. Uh, they're a level three bard who is a dragonborn. <laughs> um, you know, they're not, not feeling too, too psyched about the, the conjuration, but, uh, you know, they've, they've got a decent understanding of the curriculum. It's just not their strong. Yeah. And so as a, as a dragonborn, um, are, is Dremethil used to a lot of magic in his or her life? You know, I, I think he's come across it, you know? He, he has, like, a little bit of uh, experience with it. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you arrive at the test, and there are, uh, inside the room, they have these um, these magically justified uh, sets. that the It's sort of like a holodeck in, in Star Trek. And there there is no teacher, 
But on the wall, it says in common, retrieve an egg from atop the tree and then conjure a similar bird. And true to form, there is a grand oak tree standing in the middle of the room. Um, it's a field with a grass floor on it. There are branches leading all the way up. And as you enter, so do two other students, Grizz and Anthony. You guys are not going to play as your actual characters right now. You're going to play as some sort of general goons that are also trying to compete for this egg. And they take off towards the tree. Thorian, what would you like to do? Alrighty, I think I'm going to go ahead and start booking it toward the tree. Uh, roll in athletics. Uh, so that's going to be an 18 for me. Well done. Um, you, yes, you're able to outpace them both. Um, you are to the base of the tree first. Grizz, who is going to be your generic goon guy? What, what would you like to name them? Uh, Wasa. Wasa, okay. He's a paladin. Okay. Uh, he knows that if he does not pass this test himself, he's also not going to get in a good fraternity. What does Wasa do? Well, Wasa has, like, a negative in his intelligence. So he is going to just attack the person in front of him because that person should not be in front of him. Yeah, and unfortunately, Dramathil is really booking it, made it to the tree first. Yeah, he <laughs> he is no longer going for the tree. He thinks that if he beats, beats Dramathil, he will win. Okay, uh, roll, to, roll to hit. Just a straight d20, no modifiers. Three. A glory, I'm going to three beat your AC. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> okay, this random goon swings back with his what sort of weapon? All he has is a longsword. Okay, a cartoonish goofball swings it backwards too far. The longsword digs into the ground, and he comes up empty, swinging nothingness at you, falling to the ground. Um, Anthony, you also get another mindless goon that is not your character. Um, who would you like to name them? Niket. Okay, Niket also has a chance to try to retrieve this egg or do anything else. The cat's just gonna book it for that tree. Like, all right, let's do this. Take off. Okay. Athletics as well. Five. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're slow, man. And and, and the, this, this slow, the slow nature of your run actually puts you further behind um, Wasa. And I misremembered when I first said that when Wasa swings back, he digs into the ground. He doesn't see you behind him. He swings back his sword and lands squarely between your eyes. Oof. Hope we got a nurse's office nearby. <laughs> Back up the top, Dramathil. Um, the goons are not faring very well. However, behind you, the door opens one more time as an exhausted student that you recognize as Jimothy. And Jimothy, boy, oh boy, is he a dick. He was just one of these guys back in the uh, back in the dorms that he would take too long of showers. You knew he was peeing in there every time. He would stand at the mirror for hours long. He was always smoking skooma in his room and then it would smell up the whole rest of the uh, the, the floor. You not like this guy and he is late for this test but has his eyes up on the top of the tree as well. It is your turn. Alrighty. So I'm thinking uh, I might try casting invisibility just so that they, they can't really get a good feel as to where I'm at and just kind of be trying to keep making my way up the tree as quickly without falling as I can. Okay, very cool. Yeah, um, whatever Waspa and Nicolette were going to try to do to harm you, it's going to be really difficult now because you vanish in a puff of smoke. How about a acrobatics this time to climb the tree? Um, do you have any Do you have any tools or anything with you that would make you better at climbing a tree? Is there anything you can utilize? Let's see. Does not look like it. Maybe a dagger to, like, Stab in the side, but that's that's pretty much about it. 
create no advantage. We couldn't find anything to help you. Alrighty, that is going to be a 14. 14's pretty good. Yeah, rather than the, the, the classic, like, hug the tree and try to scoot up, Drenethil has realized that the the branches are holding really, really strong, almost as though this is a synthetic tree. So you're able to jump from branch to branch, which is getting you up way faster than it normally would. Wasa, it's just you, Nicolette, and um, this new party behind you at this point at the base of the tree. Your your main uh, uh, target has disappeared. I'm going to Divine Smite the tree. All right. Can you read that? Easy to climb if it's on the ground. All right. Divine Smite. When you hit something with a melee attack, you can expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target. In addition to the rate, the weapon's damage, it's an extra D8 for uh, first level. All right, give it a whirl. That is a 16. Uh, that'll hit. Roll for damage, please. Eight, 13. Okay, um, you rocket into this tree. The smite comes down from the sky directly into the top, and uh, Athorium, from where Dramathil is, is standing, you can actually see the nest. And as soon as he swings it, you see a little bit of yoke starting to bleed between the branches. Nicolette, your turn. Just gonna try to shake off the weary eyes after getting hit in the head and stumble over to the tree and try to climb it again. Probably not gonna go well. <laughs> Let's do a disadvantaged um, acrobatics. Five. Yeah, try as you might. The second you put your hand on the tree is also the exact moment that, that Wasa struck the tree. You are going to take the 11 damage. <laughs> How much health do I have? Uh, Twelve, at least. Okay. Dramathil, you look, take a peek down back on the, um, everyone on the ground. The, the, sh the tree is definitely shaken, and it looks like at least some of the eggs were damaged. But the most unnerving part is that Jimothy on the ground looks up at you with that wry, crappy little smile of his, and he slaps, and he snaps his fingers, and he begins to fly directly upwards. It is your turn, and he has already passed you on the tree up on his way to the uh, the nest. So I think, uh, if I can, I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Maybe? Hold on. Hmm. That doesn't do what I thought it did. Never mind. You thought it was going to set the fairy on fire. Potentially, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I think I'll just take the, uh, the dagger that I mentioned earlier and uh, kind of toss it at him and see if I can... Hit him, knock him off course, potentially. Okay, we're going for murder. That's an interesting choice. Roll to hit. I don't know if it's murder, but... Tempted, at least. <laughs> um, that is 23. <laughs> oh, yeah, you really, you really nailed this guy. You, you stop him dead in his tracks, and in fact, it breaks his concentration. He falls from that height and falls directly back onto the ground, a 30-foot fall, and he's going to take quite a bit of damage. He does get up, though. He's not You've not murdered him um, quite as successfully as you hoped. I thought he was going to fall on me with the way this has been going. <laughs> All right. Well, then I'm just going to keep keep on keeping on the tree. All right. Um, you, uh, roll another acrobatics. We'll see, you're, you're nearly halfway up the tree at this point. Twelve. You don't quite climb as fast as you can. The, the trees are getting a little thinner as you get higher up. Um, but you don't fall off, and that's kind of the key point here. Wasa, your turn. You know, he, he, this this uh, goon that you're having me play as is just angry, and he is going to keep on trying to chop this tree down to knock that dragonborn out of it and get this egg. He needs to get a good fraternity 
His dad had a good fraternity, and by God, he's going to get them the same one. And that is a 15. Uh, 15. And he's going to do Divine Smite again, and that's a 15 damage. Uh, yeah, so at the top of the tree, this thing is really starting to sway back and forth. There are some cracks. On the inside now, um, Thorium Dremethil can see that it's actually made out of stone, um, which is kind of like a fake bark facade, but that does not mean that it is immune from potentially um, breaking, and the, the limb that is holding all of the eggs starts to crack itself, and it looks like it's maybe potentially going to fall soon. Nicolette? <laughs> Contemplating dropping out of school if it's really worth this. Uh... <laughs> I guess I'm just gonna stand back up, very wobbly now, barely able to stand at all. <laughs> like, start to grab for the tree to start climbing again, and just kind of squint and, like, hunker down like something bad's gonna happen. Okay, one more acrobatics from you. 16. <laughs> Yeah, so you're actually about a, a third of the way up the tree. Um, you can tell, though, from based on the uh, the current um, rate of ascension that Dremethil's gonna get up there way before you ever have a chance. It's Jimothy's turn. Jimothy stands up and he dusts himself off. And he says, What the heck, Dramathil? I didn't know you were playing dirty. I hope you like your eggs. Scrambled. And he casts Fireball centered on the nest. Um, let me pull up what the save is. I think it's a deck save, right? It is. But I don't think eggs are known for being dexter. Well, I, th I think our biggest concern right now is Dramathil. Because you are high up. Please roll a dexterity save. That is a 23. Oh wow! Okay, you so you you save on the deck save, and um, but you still take quite a bit of damage. You're going to take, I think it's half on, half otherwise. Uh, yeah, you're going to take twelve damage, but you are able to cling to the tree. You continue to climb. Really, at this point, it's so close. And when you peek your head over it, true to form, all of the eggs have been destroyed, and there's nothing left but a pile of scrambled eggs. So, un unfortunately, Dramathil, you have failed one of your tests. Um, Grizz, it is now um, your turn. Please tell us who you are and roll a d4 to figure out what kind of test you will be taking. All right. I am Vaster. I am a Hill Dwarf Wizard. And that is a 2. And what level are you? Level 9. Ooh, Okay. How is Vaster feeling as he is entering his enchantment class? He's actually feeling very, very confident about this test. Um, but he is worried because his clan has very, very big ties to the school. And his dad was actually head of the fraternity that he's going to be running uh, as soon as the tests are over. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty high stakes. The enchantment test uh, looks quite a bit different than the conjuration test that you already came from a while ago, and you friggin' aced it. It was so easy, you can't even imagine how dumb you'd have to be to not pass that test. <laughs> and the enchantment room is just a series of, of items in, inside a kitchen, and there are, there are four test bays um, at, uh, in, this, in this setup kitchen, and there is a pantry uh, in the very, very back, and you know this pantry because it has every uh, different type of herb and supplement that you could ever want. As the herbalism teacher named Professor Theric walks up and he um, he says, Attention, attention! As you all know, we will be creating a handmade um, potion today for my, for my trying. Um, I'm feeling a bit sassy today, so uh, uh, really go out uh, of your element. 
Uh, make it something uh, delicious, but also something that has a positive effect. You may choose one item from each station in the pantry. Bakers, on your mark, get set, bake! And everyone runs back to the pantry. I obviously run back towards the pantry as fast as my little legs will take me. Okay, um, Vaster, you recognize um, actually all three of the other people inside this little competition that's been set up. The first one is Thorium. Who, what goon will you be playing as? Lester. I don't, I don't mean to prejudge anyone, but Lester doesn't sound like a promising name for creating potions. Uh, the next one is going to be um, Anthony. And Anthony, what sh- do you want your second goon to be? Thing. And thing. Wow, we're really, we're really going themed here. Um, okay, uh, Vaster, as you're running back and you can roll your uh, roll your athletics and see how quickly you get to the cabinet, tell me also what potion is going through his mind to try to concoct here. He is going to try to concoct a potion that will change the color and make drinks glow because he is an illusionist and he loves making things just really look awesome. Um, what'd you get for your athletics? 18. Yep, first one to the, uh, to the cart there. Um, when you walk in, you're gonna have to use your own creativity here, guys. You need four different ingredients in order to make something. You usually want some sort of vessel that's a liquid. You definitely want some sort of, what do you call it, like a gem or a stone. You want to have a device to prepare the object, so mortar and pestle, a blender, whatever you come up with. And then finally, you're going to need to use some spell in your mind, some enchantment magic that you know, some words of wisdom or perhaps something more creative to activate it. So you are first in there. Um, We're going to move to Lester. What are you trying to make and where are you going to immediately? Lester's first thing is he wants to get his container, his uh, method. Uh, and he's gonna look around for one of those uh, like shaking blender bottle things with a little metal thing in the middle. So you you're you're hanging back a little bit. You're not quite as quick to the rack as as Vaster was, but you can roll an investigation to try to locate one of the best shaker balls that's in the uh, kitchen. Uh, so you got a 17 for that. Uh, yeah. Okay. You have your eyes on it, and for. Um, the effect, no one else is able to get that same one. Um, you are going to be the only one that gets it once you get there. Thing. Uh, I'm going to uh, look for a skillet or frying pan or something like that. I want to try to make some kind of sauce that, like, helps me study things. So, like, uh, helps my intelligence. That's very interesting. Um, barbecue sauce for smart people. Right. So just barbecue sauce, that means. Um, yeah. <laughs> how about you roll a medicine? It's a nine. Yeah, you know how, like, in a, a, a really, um, sometimes when movies try to write geniuses, but you can tell the person who wrote them is not a genius? It's kind of like that. You're trying to make a spell that will make you smart, but you're not very smart. Um, yeah. And so you're having a hard time getting there. Right now, all you remember is that barbecue is usually tomato-based. Yeah, going to try to get some of that, then maybe some vinegar. Okay, yes, you, you, <laughs> you've acquired most of the staples that you need for uh, barbecue sauce. Um... It's Jimothy's turn, and he's doing something a little interesting. He's hanging back, and he appears to be utilizing um, Mage Hand to gather his supplies for him at his station. So before, so instead of running around trying to do all this stuff, trying to gra- grab everything, he actually already has um, his ingredients at his table, and he is trying to make a potion of healing. Um, he's going nice and simple here. Back to the top, Vaster. Okay, um, what's the list of things I need? Um, you need some probably some form of liquid. You need a, a stone or a gem or some other ingredient, 
a device with which to make it and um, some some words of enchantment that you're going to uh, mutter to give it the special sauce. Okay, I'm getting vodka, rainbow quartz, a mortar and pestle, and I'm using the words for my cantrip of minor illusion. Wow. Okay, that's a lot. Um, if you if you want to try to get yeah, we'll we'll, we'll roll a. Do you want to do another medicine or arcana? What do you think is the best for this? Arcana for sure, because this is it's supposed to be non toxic. Not really that. Okay. Um, my arcana is stupidly high, so that is a twenty three. All right, yeah, you were a man on a mission, and not only did you get there first, but you already knew what you wanted right off the top of your head. You gather those ingredients up, and you make your way back to the uh, the station. Okay. Do I notice how far Jimothy has gotten with his test? Uh, yeah, when you get back to the table, you can, you. I mean, you do take note that he's making what seems to be a very, very simple spell. Roll a, persu- or a perception. All right. That is a 16. You notice that he actually looks like he's making two potions. He's making his his one potion. He's making that's his healing potion. It looks like he's missing a couple steps, but he's also making a potion of minor illusion. All right. Um. Quick question, Lord DM God, sir. Since this is not a very specific, like we're not really doing battles. If I could, I use a spell in a way that's not directly as it's written. I would love that. I'm going to uh, quietly cast confusion. On Jimothy. Okay, let's wait till the next round. Uh, okay. To see your action. Um, Lester. Alrighty. So, I think that Lester, I think he's just kind of at this point grabbing whatever's left on the tables, uh, maybe picking at some some of the, like, uh, prettier gemstones, maybe like a moonstone, because it sounds magical, and some, like, rose water, and uh, throwing that in his blender bottle, and doing his best. Okay, so you're making your martini back in the uh, back in the area, or have you brought it all to your station? I think I think he'll, he'll kind of like have it all in his arms and be be running towards his <laughs> his uh, his spot. Okay, um, yeah, let's let's have you roll an arcana as well then to see what this hodgepodge of ingredients comes up with. All right, ooh, that is a nine. Yeah, I mean, you're you're probably going to end up with um, it's going to be a really gritty solution because it's got all that 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 uh, moonstone in it that wasn't quite uh, uh, chopped properly. Um, it's it's difficult to tell right now, um, but you don't get the sense that you've created anything particularly magical at this moment. All right, it is Thing's turn. Uh, Thing is gathering up the ingredients he thinks he would need for this awesome barbecue sauce, and I think somewhere along the line he forgot that it was supposed to have magical properties, so his magical property is going to be that it hopefully tastes good. And he's just gathering up, like, Worcestershire sauce and paprika and Frank's Red Hot and go with some brown sugar, too. Wow, so this is a very bold strategy. Thing has uh, refused the prompt and has decided to just go with culinary <laughs> magic instead. Might, yeah, might grab, like, I don't know, an amethyst on the way over there and try to, like, I don't know, maybe I'll have magic eventually. <laughs> just try to, like, bob a over the top of it while he's making it. Maybe something will happen. Um, all right, how about a performance? Yeah, 11. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what you're doing, but you're looking good doing it. Hell yeah. Jimothy has completed one of his uh, two spell, the two spells he's making. He's really struggling with the the potion of healing. In fact, it looks like he's accidentally made something that could even be detrimental to a person. And he stepped back from the station like he's done. He is, the, as far as you can tell, Lester or Vaster, sorry, he's really about to screw this up. And it is 
your turn, I don't think that your drink is totally made, is it? Or are you? Are no, you it is not made yet. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and roll another Arcana check as I'm getting all this stuff and getting the spell set up. Okay. And that is a 25. Yeah, awesome. So, in addition to making your potion correctly and just doing what you want it to do, uh, you can be added to any other liquids and it will make them glow. It is, you can, again, see very, very clearly that the guy next to you is not doing this correctly, and this might even, like, hurt the professor if this guy drinks it. You're concerned, maybe, if you like Professor Theric. If not, then who gives a shit? Well, my guy is a little bit of a goody-two-shoes. He wants so bad to be the class clown, but he just doesn't have it in him. So, yeah, he, he would definitely take his potion up to the professor and just quietly mention, uh, be, be careful with Jimothy's. I think he might be poisoning by accident. Oh, oh dear, that is a, a very serious accusation. It, 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 which, which, which one of, which one of the, the potions did you say it was? Uh, I, I think he was aiming for a healing potion, but... It, it turned really bright green instead of red, and there's some foul smoke coming. Uh, that, that, that's quite fascinating. Um, uh, I'll, I'll be sure to cast a Detect Good and Evil um, or, 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 or something of that effect before I try his. But, uh, back to your seat, then. Thank you. Everybody is now completed with whatever they wanted to make or attempted to make. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that Lester or Thing really came up with a, uh, a satisfying result. <laughs> But they bring their their um, items up to the front all the same, and he goes to drink the the first one, which is uh, Lester's. And Lester, tell us what the effect is that this abomination has. You know, um, <laughs> uh, I think uh, he'll you know, take a quick little sip of it, and uh, it'll start kind of tingling in his mouth. And it's not it's not painful; it's just un. Like his tongue went to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, now it is going to be uh, uh, Thing's turn to uh, to have a taste. Uh, after that first one, he says, Oh, oh dear, I, I, I do wish that I could taste anything. My, my tongue seems to have fallen completely asleep from that last one. Um, now, what, what have you made for us, Thing? It's a very fine dipping sauce. Unfortunately, taste is kind of the major point to activate its magical effects, so I don't know if uh, you'll be able to sense anything. Oh, I see. So, so you're saying that it it does work and it is magical, but you just can't demonstrate that. Well, you have to be able to taste things to see the magic. Mm, that's uh, very convenient in this moment, now, isn't it? Isn't it? It's weird how that worked out, uh, or I mean, went bad. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Mm, it will be reflected in your grades and moves on uh, over to the one that Jimothy made. Goes to uh, to drink it, and this is the green one. Uh, like you said, and he starts to like kind of turn. It's he, he's trying to keep it down as much as he can, but he turns backwards and he barfs. And Jimothy says, um, "Oh man, what happened? Uh, I, I, that was supposed to make you like uh, able to cast spells." And um, uh, the professor says, oh, "Cast spells? It it practically made me puke." Jimothy turns back around and he says, "Hey, I know what happened." When he walked up to give you his spell, he, he switched ours. This was supposed to be mine. And he holds up the, um, the minor illusion potion. And the teacher looks directly at you, Vaster. Professor, you know my work. I've been in your class all year. Would I do something of that caliber? I, I would like to think not, but I, I have to say that with, with fraternities coming up, uh, people can go to a very damaging place. Um, 
Like they could lie about other students? Oh. Yes, uh, I think this is perhaps what is going on here, but you have to admit it is quite uh, strange that you were not making the potion and yet you intimately knew the effect it would have on me? No, I just said it was poison. I did not know it was going to make you throw up. I also said it was a healing potion. It just looked bad. May I ask him uh, what the other two potions that the other two students were making were? Did you happen to notice that during your creation? Uh, yes, uh, I don't know about Lester's, but Thing was making barbecue sauce. Hey, shut up. Don't... <laughs> and sell out? <laughs> I guess roll a persuasion. My persuasion is a plus three, so that's a 14. Um, hmm. Yeah, he's not super moved by this. He doesn't think that you're lying, but he also is kind of weighing, it seems like, in his mind that he's got to accuse one of you of lying at this point. Like... Can we both just make this potion? Whoever can make it better succeeds? I can show you. I made this potion up by myself. That's, mm, okay, well, I guess let's give it a try, then, and we'll sort this out later. Um, and so explain to me what your potion is trying to make happen again. It makes drinks glow. It's a party potion. Very cool. So he, he brings out a glass of water, and he says, Okay, let's see if we can demonstrate it. And he takes your potion and he pours it in and roll a uh, perception. All right, that is a nine. Um, yeah, unfortunately, you don't see out of the corner of your eye that right as the, the potions are being combined together, Jimothy has cast darkness. And he has done so in such a way that it is covering your drink. Um, do you have a reaction that can do anything about that? Let me see. I can do a couple of things. I can detect magic. I could do mirror image. Are any of these reactions? I don't think any of these are reaction spells. Okay. Uh, yeah, he cast darkness. Uh, it sounds like, um, you know, true to what you know of him from the last school year, he he will just turn to sabotage. He doesn't even care if he succeeds. As long as um, his adversaries fail, that's kind of enough for him. He casts darkness in the moment, and instead of glowing, everything goes black. And the professor says, oh, well, oh dear, this, this is interesting. Now, I can see why this might come in handy. Unfortunately, it's not what you suggested. Um, and then he dismisses darkness, and you all come back, and the glow is just wearing off. He says, this, this is a strange situation. I, I have two students who are both claiming that the other is lying about them. Uh, also, those two students were both unable to create anything of value. Um, I think that I have no choice but to split the difference between your grades, both of which you will receive at a 25%. A regular barbecue sauce doesn't look so bad now, does it? Of course, Professor. And as I walk past Jimothy, I quietly cast Phantasmal Killer on him. Jesus! Oh, what the hell? Okay, <laughs> what is that? You tap into the nightmares of a creature you can see within range and create an illusionary manifestation of its deepest fears, visible only to that creature. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the target becomes frightened for the duration. Okay, um, I got an 11. That does not beat my spell. Yeah, he is, in fact, horrified and runs out of the room screaming. And what he is screaming about is an eventuality where he does not get into any of the fraternities. Hey, man, 25%'s not that bad. I turned to the professor. Uh, professor, I think he might be unhinged. Something's wrong with him. Yes, I, I'll have to note to the counselor. Um, I, I do worry that another failure might really um, uh, unscrew his cork. It might. Is there anything I can do for makeup? And that I just kind of leave that. 
He's he's making his way back. Um, Lester, for what it's worth, you got a forty percent, and and thing, you got a fifty percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue sauce wins. Later on, he came back and revisited, and he he noted that it actually was a pretty good barbecue sauce when he could taste. Um, and he he went on to use it at a family function. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the last up, it is now Anthony's turn. Not, sorry, yeah, Anthony's turn. Tell us about who your character is, as well as what they're thinking as they make their way to their last test, which is Illusion. My character is also a hill dwarf. Uh, his name is Makar. He's a ranger, and he's level one, so I think he's just like a dude. Like, <laughs> there's not really much special about this particular guy. No magic, not very good at a lot of things. Stayed up way too late last night playing games and drank way too much coffee to overcorrect and just kind of jumpy and very nervous about illusions. Doesn't like magic, doesn't get it. Very, very scared. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt, Matt Gar's, um grandfather donated the library, so him and his family and his brothers and sisters all get into the college consistently. But at, he's finding out very quickly that getting in somewhere you're not qualified for is actually not a benefit. It is a, it's a problem for you. Yeah, we, we got issues. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Makar uh, kind of bumbles his way. Um, I think he goes to the wrong room several times. Finally found, finds the illusion um, hall. And surprise, surprise, there are three other students that have already been in there and are currently preparing. They are scoping out the, a very, very large room. And the wall has a map that's written on it. And it says that the instructions are each student must be able to touch the troll inside the jungle without him seeing you first. And there is a thick jungle ahead. I'm going to let them go first because you were so late to the uh, the test. Athorium, who is, uh, who's going to try to touch this this troll from your perspective? Let's see. Uh, Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> Okay, Christopher sees this deep jungle. He can hear kind of the moaning and howling of a dwarf somewhere on the interior. Um, as you approach the foliage, it's kind of that deafening noise of a jungle. It's not the quiet of a forest. It's like the constant crickets and slithering of lizards and frogs riveting. Uh, what would Christopher like to do? I think uh, Christopher, his plan is kind of try to hide out in the foliage. He's going to get down in his stomach and start trying to like army crawl through the brush. Okay, nice and conservative. I like that. Let's do, I guess, just do a stealth. Okay. Ooh, that is a three. Yeah, I, you know, you're so careful that you're you're kind of not going anywhere. You you no one no one has no one is going to be detecting you, but that's because no one wants to. You're 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 not really a uh, a threat at the moment. Next up, Grizz. Yeah, you see this this Goomba walk in totally late. You've got uh, Jimothy to your right, who you recognize, and this guy's a real jerk too. Who are you playing as? Uh, Zachary Meaty. He is a cleric. The first thing he's going to do is cast disguise self and make his clothing and entire body look like a ghillie suit. Okay, I'll buy it. Do a uh, what is that like a performance to try to design that? Um, no, it's a it's a spell disguise self. Sure, but so let's let's roll for something to see how well he knows how to make a ghillie suit, right? So he's yeah, gonna okay. his creativity. So you want to do performance? Yeah, performance. That'll work. Cool. Okay, that is a 13. 
Yeah, uh, 13 will work. Um, you're, you're looking around at the leaves. You know what a leaf looks like. You kind of disappear into the foliage yourself. As long as you don't move too fast, you're going to have advantage on stealth rolls for the duration. Macro, you look to your right, and Jimothy is also standing there. He appears to be circling around this wide room. I don't know if he's trying to find an opening or whatever. He gets a little bit frustrated, snaps his fingers once again, and begins to fly straight up. And it's your turn, Macro. I'm going to, let's see, my natural explorer is the Underdark, so that doesn't help, and favorite enemy is Monstrosities, which isn't a troll, so none of the ranger stuff is helping me here, but I am still going to try to track, like, figure out where this troll might be. My idea is to get an idea of where it's at, and then kind of use tree walking, like some militaries do, you know, paintballers, all kinds of stuff, where, like, you put an object between you and something else, and you use line of sight to move between objects to get there. So they never actually get a view of you. That's I'm going to give you advantage because you have some idea of what you just said. I've never heard of any of that, but it sounds real. Um, roll survival. <laughs> yeah, that has to be a thing. I'm sure that's a thing. Tree walking. Yeah, I think I read it somewhere. Survival, please. 17. And that's what the advantage? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, you still haven't found the troll, although it's pretty easy to see its footsteps. You can discern that it is on like a sort of a sentry's track. Like it's moving, but it's consistently moving in the same way. And when you find the track that he's on, it's really well-worn uh, goose path that he's obviously on um, over and over again. You can either try to continue the direction that he, that he went, or you can try and go the opposite direction to head him off. Um, you'll decide that next round. Christopher! You have gone absolutely nowhere. It's kind of like when Shaggy and Scooby are trying to run away from a monster and they can't get their foothold, except you're somehow doing it in an army crawl <laughs> position. So I think uh, Christopher, he, he's he's there enough to realize that this is really going to get him in. So I think he'll, he'll stand up and he'll start kind of surveying the jungle around him and uh, maybe see if he can find any vines, maybe do like a Tarzan moment, see what there's there to work with. Okay, you know what? I, I have to hand it to Christopher. When something isn't working, he doesn't continue. He, he finds a new, a new tack. And so he's now gone from trying to army crawl as slowly as possible to swinging on vines through the jungle. Um, <laughs> go, for, <laughs> go for nature. Let's see how the strong these vines are. That is an eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, fortune favors the bold, but not always. Uh, <laughs> he, he does he does he give a George of the Jungle call as he does this, or is he trying to be silent still? Uh, you know, I don't think there's enough there for him to be able to do that. So I think it's more of a, a yelping. <laughs> yeah, and that response fits perfectly as um, most people of the jungle could tell you quite easily. Vines are not strong enough to hold up adults. They're 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 really really weak. They're like one of the weakest uh, types of plants. And you go to swing from it, the branch that it was resting on snaps, and you fall ten feet down. We'll say you take seven falling damage. Zachary Meaty. All right, uh, he's sneaking through the forest here. How close is he to the other goon that just fell? Um, yeah, you hear a crash probably t 10 or 20 feet behind you, but you're pretty thick in the jungle now. Um, it's it, You can't see the outside from whence you came anymore. Okay, well, he's just going to keep trying to look for the troll. I do want to mention that he has a negative one in nature, so he is not very good at this. Well, then just for fun, let's have him roll the nature. 
That is a four. Yeah, he's getting really disoriented. Every tree looks the same. He read in a book one time that moss only grows on one side of a tree. Moss grows everywhere. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a, he's, he's definitely walking in circles at this point, and not like the circles the troll is. He's walking in a very, very tight, concentric circles and getting <laughs> sort of nowhere at this point. Jimothy is high up overhead. And you can see him occasionally through kind of the wisps in the tree. It's not such thick overgrowth that um, it's invisible. And he appears to be surveying. He's definitely looking down for the troll. However, he sees that Macra is getting pretty close. And he's honed in on that. And he's he has an idea. And he goes into his bag and he picks out a, bu- a bunch of rocks. Macra, can you roll Arcana? Yeah, well, it goes super great. <laughs> this is my uh, plus zero, yeah. Fifteen. You recognize these. These are runes, and he picks one up, and he throws it as best he can down towards you. The first one, he's just kind of holding it in his arm. It's not so great, but where you see it hit, a color spray shoots up off the ground like the mines at Normandy. He pulls back and, and th- tries to throw another one, and does a seven beat your AC. No. Okay, this one misses too. It goes wide. Unfortunately for Christopher, insult to injury. This lands right on his forehead. He has been marked out for all to see very, very easily. Macra, it's your turn. Uh, first, I'm going to flip him off, uh, and then I'm going to try to go in the opposite direction of the tracks to close distance with the troll faster, but keeping an ear out and looking out like through the trees. If I see him or hear footsteps, then I duck off the trail into a bush, wait for him to pass so I can just stick my arm out and tag. Okay, roll a stealth with disadvantage. That was seven. Yeah, you, you hear him coming, and it is too late by the time you get there. He sees you before you see him, and he starts to charge after you. He wants a piece of that action. Beans. Christopher, you are brightly colored and and no closer to the troll than you were when you started. <laughs> you know, I, I think at this point, he's a bit more worried about the, uh, the falling colors from the sky, and he's going to start just kind of running for it. He's not worried about stealth at all anymore. He's just, he's like, I may as well just. Is he giving up on the challenge, or is he, like, is he trying to run away because school's not for him anymore, or is he just, like, giving up and saying, maybe I'll accidentally run into this guy and get lucky? Yeah, I think he's he's hoping for luck. He's <laughs> Okay, also a stealth with disadvantage. That is a five. Yeah, uh, you, you start running in the opposite direction, and you can hear a, a, a loud sound. And unfortunately, you are not looking where you're going because you are so blindly trying to locate the troll. And you run directly into Macraw. <laughs> Help! <laughs> Zachary Meaty. Do I see uh, Jiminy casting these runes down at people? Yes, yes. All right. Um, well, you know, I feel like this Jiminy guy is pissed off just about every student there is in this entire damn school. <laughs> so I cast command, and I tell him to go f- go back to his room and fuck himself. <laughs> okay. Just remember, that is a command that he can obey quite quite easily. He's a 19-year-old boy. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably do that without you commanding. Yeah, I see you got a 19. Okay. Uh, let me. He passes them. Okay. okay. Does anything happen on a, fa- on a on a success, or it's just nothing? It's just nothing. Okay. It's his turn. He is still trying to light you guys up. He throws one more, and this one is a nine at Macra. Nope. He uses his second action. He is lining you guys up so that you are running directly below him. 
And as soon as you guys get within about 15 feet, you can see him overhead. You are running balls to the wall with Christopher trying to get away or who knows what. And he snaps his finger once again and falls directly on the troll and slaps it on the head before the troll even sees him. Perfect. I mean, I failed before that. So Yes, you, you have failed that test. And... Uh, more so, each of you has been has been told by the administrative office that you know you guys are officially on academic probation before the year has even started. You see this notice up on the board as you're leaving that shows you as the three worst performing students so far in the entire school. And unfortunately, the amount of time that it took for you guys to get through all of these otherwise very basic tests has made you extremely late for the student union. This is a time when they set up booths for all the different like uh, school activities, but it's also when the fraternities have their signups, and you guys are running very, very late. All right, so we're our own characters now? Yeah, sorry, you are now all your own characters. Uh, the three of you, we have Dremethil, Vaster, and Macra are all reading this information at the same time. They're looking at the list. Everyone's grades are public, realizing that you guys are at the lowest part of the, of the class. You know that? That makes sense to me. All right. You guys didn't make it either, did you? Huh. Fucking Jimothy. I'm going to kill that fairy bastard. It was Jimothy with you too? Yeah. Oh, Jimothy. I want to put it out of my head. I, I have more important things to do than deal with that rat bastard. He he can he can fuck off. I I just, I need to get into this fraternity and I need to get my my credits up to where I can get into my fraternity. And I just start power walking to every booth I can, trying to get to glad hand and, you know, shake babies and kiss hands. Yeah, so you, you know that where, where that would be. It would be on the quad, which is just outside of where you currently are. Um, so you are on your way, Vaster. Uh, what about Dremethil and Macra? Heading that way. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay, when you guys get outside, the, the doors as they open from the union that you came from, in front of you, the quad looks like, like it kind of does most of the days. It's got some students walking around. Some more information about the school that you guys go to. It's a very forward-thinking school because it allows monsters as well as um, humanoids to be here. So in addition to you know the, the various elves, dragonborns, etc., uh, trolls are allowed to be students. There's a couple young dragons that are here. Uh, wormlings and it's it's kind of bustling but the most horrifying thing that you guys could see is that right now it's just a bunch of tables where people are packing up their things people are taking the little fake faux um, tablecloths off the fold-up tables the frisbee golf team is packing up their frisbees in the boxes and the lane that's known as fraternity row has almost no one left there everybody's packing up their stuff do i see jimothy uh, you do see Jimothy. Jimothy is um, shaking the hand and uh, doing his best fake laugh because he's a douchebag at the fraternity that is Lambda Cool. Lambda Cool. Um, do I see him as well? Uh, yeah, you guys can all see him. There's really not enough people here for it to be not blatantly obvious because he's the only one that was kind of in the same grouping as you guys and got here a little bit late. All right, I'm, I'm going to quietly cast Phantasmal Killer on him again. <laughs> I flip him off. Okay. Um, he got 11. That does not pass. No. Okay. Yeah, he, go, he goes from like, oh, that's why I said that's not my wife. That's a lobster. <laughs> and he starts screaming and running in the opposite direction. He's, he's screaming something about how he, he forgot that he had an exam that day and he can't find any clothes and he has to go to his <laughs> exam naked. 
<laughs> Perfect. I'm going to yeah. go to the table and be like, that guy was weird, wasn't he? The gentleman that was talking to him, he is a, a student. You guys would have seen him on campus, but you don't know him. He's an, he's an upperclassman, and he is a human. And he says, uh, yeah, that, that was a little bit odd, but, um, you know, sometimes you just got to take him when you can. We were a little... A little light on numbers this year. Thankfully, he was uh, he was the last one out, so uh, we, we managed to fill up. You filled up? You sure you want to keep a psychopath like that around? Well, you know, it takes all sorts. Uh, fortunately, he was uh, he was very, very appreciative of getting in, so he's actually uh, he's going to be running the party for us this week. And when he has one of his panic attacks and starts screaming around the room and destroying things, that's not going to be a problem at the party? Well, it's uh, uh, we're having a musical guest. You guys know uh, DJ Danku? No, never heard of him. Oh, what? That, you know, I guess you can come by and see him. And he hands you a, a little ticket. Cool. That, that says, DJ Danku, the Knight of Bass. Oh, oh, this is going to be good. Hey, I really appreciate this. I was really hoping to talk to you guys about getting in. Uh, I'm actually a legacy, and I was hoping to see what you all had to offer. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. You can try to see if any of the other fraternities have any positions available but like i said we just filled up with him you guys should have come on time i, I don't know why you came late to this extremely important event god told us <laughs> <laughs> i kind of look at look give him the side eye and take a step away i just had to discuss some things with my professors i i'm sorry uh yeah uh, anthony roll religion with disadvantage roll what with disadvantage religion religion yeah, yeah. Probably not one of my good ones. I mean, you're level one. I don't think you can have any good ones. <laughs> Critical one. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, un- unfortunately, the um, the gentleman behind you has a bald head and just as only has hair on the sides. Um, and he's wearing monk's clothes. And as soon as he hears you say that, he kind of side eyes you as well. And he says, "Oh, uh, I'm I'm sorry. The uh, the fraternity of the clerics is, and paladins is all full up too. We're not accepting any other applications." And he kind of like bustles away before you can say anything to him. Jesus Christ, did you know we had that school here? <laughs> uh, what's what's, what's Drenathil up to? You know, I think uh, they'll be going around trying to see if there's any anyone left over, any boots potentially still set up, still trying to get packed away, uh, just to kind of strike up a conversation, you know? Just not even necessarily asking about involvement, but just getting to know people. Okay, let's let's think of some fun booths that might be here. I'll go first, and then we'll just go in order of each of us, and we'll try to think up a couple. The one is Magical Creatures. The uh, Illusions Club. Um, isn't that the, the test that you just failed? Or no, that was somebody else. The Paladins ROTC. Ooh. <laughs> the group for role-playing games, Bunions and Flagons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, those guys are all really buff and confident and cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to go to. <laughs> get all the girls, except for their girls, they get all the guys. Or if they like girls, they get all the girls. And if they're guys like guys, they get all the guys. They get all the whatever. They get all what they want, yeah. I will say, I think we already said establish Frisbee golf. Well, yeah, Frisbee golf is this college staple. I don't care what universe it's in. Right. So, Randy, you got one more, or is that enough for you to pick from? You know, I think I think that's I think that's good. So, who are you, who are you talking to? You know, I see, uh, I see all these uh, buff... Cool, charismatic guys, and I think I'll go walk over to them. The uh, the what was it? The the, the bunions and flagons. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. The uh, the guy is is picking up his stuff. Um, he's he's you know he's got this big like roller 
roller bag where he's sliding all these minis into it. He's got like 15 books, and he says, "Oh, hi there! I, I didn't see you earlier. Are you just uh, coming late?" Oh yeah, you know, got uh, got held up in the line at the grade check. You know how it is. Steve, can I uh, help you uh, with any of your, any of your stuff? There looks like a lot of stuff for your activities. Yeah, you know, I kind of hate it. Ever since they they started uh, ninth edition, uh, you have to buy all these extra minis. It's really just a cash grab. Role playing games should be all about imagination and shouldn't require any sort of initial investment. Doing so is kind of callous and cruel. Hi, I'm Jeff. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I am Drumfell. You know, I've just been checking out some of the groups here, and you know, you guys kind of caught caught my eye. You know, I, I don't really know much about the game, but. Uh, you know, I, I'd love to, to chat about it if, you, if you're interested. Yeah, um, how about I give you my card um, and we can have coffee sometime maybe next week. Uh, I mean, just really quickly, you know, uh, the game kind of gets a bad rap as being math heavy. Really, it's just sort of um, improv comedy with the occasional algebra. You know, we, we, we play in this really creative world where we pretend like none of us have magic and we just have a lot of fun with it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I'd definitely be down. Grab Grab some some noms or something sometime and uh, talk that over. Yeah, he, he gives you his card. I mean, just for what it's worth, this guy did not seem like he was flirting with you or anything. Uh, he didn't seem interested. He uh, was genuinely trying to uh, to grow the game and you have his card. And yeah, he writes the, uh, the, the Great Mocha next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Sweet. Yeah, I'll probably just keep kind of walking around, seeing if there's any other stragglers I can make conversation with. Um, right before you leave, he says, oh, yeah, I, I forgot. I, I gave you one of these. We didn't we didn't have enough handouts today. And he hands you a D20. And this D20 is magical. It will disappear after you use it once, but it will allow you to re-roll any roll after you hear what the result is. Very nice, nice. man. I'll, uh, I'll be sure to keep this. Okay. Yeah, the other guys are all really packing up. We can go back to you if you want to talk to somebody else in a second. But what about the other fellas? What's what's your new uh, your new plan here? I'm hitting up every fraternity booth possible, trying to find one that's open and accepting members. Um, yeah, okay. So we'll we'll do a we'll do a, like a speed roll here. The other guys are saying that they're full or they're already gone. And what you f- what you figure out is that the 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 number of students this year just barely is not encapsulated by the number of fraternity spots they have. And there's going to be about five people, yourselves included, that just might not get in anywhere. The the head of the fraternal order of fraternities suggests that if you guys want, you might be able to start your own fraternity, but you guys need to have a um, a teacher advisor, a professor. Okay. I, I figure I know most of the people in the area. So do I see anybody kind of looking looking lost like I am around here? Yeah, there's a there's a guy, Dramathil, who looks like he doesn't really know where he's supposed to be, uh, as well as uh, uh, Macraw. All right, I, I go over and I uh, grab hold of Macraw and hey, come here and go walk over towards Dramathil. Did you did you guys have any any luck getting in anywhere? I didn't get into a fraternity, but you know there was the uh, that ultimate frisbee team, the natural rivals of every frisbee golf team. I was thinking about trying out for that, but I didn't have plans other than that. I uh, got the card from uh, the, the like one of the game groups over there, but uh, other than that, I didn't really have enough time to check anything out. 
Well, here's the thing. I, I don't want to press this, but my family ha is merchants. And if we can figure it out, we might be able to start our own fraternity. So we don't have to go back into the dorms. We need to find a place to live and we need to get a teacher advisor, but we could do our own fraternity. Just the three of us. I love that idea. Yeah, no, that 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 doesn't sound like too too bad of an option. Uh, do you have a do you have an advisor in mind? Or? Well, I, I would have said my potions teacher, but he failed me today because Jimothy's a prick. Ah, Jimothy, that jerk! Ugh. And wouldn't you know it, just then, Theric rounds the corner, licking a lollipop like he's never had anything taste so good in his life, and he is moseying about the campus, uh, just loving his life. This is Professor Theric. What is he doing? <laughs> I almost said I cast Fantastical Killer. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Jimothy. I was just going to throw a rock and knock the lollipop out of his hand. <laughs> All right, I, I go up to, uh, well, we could ask Professor Theric. He, he's a fairly even-minded guy, even whenever Jim, when Jimothy's not being an asshole. Have I had a class with this professor? Yeah, I think all of you guys took all three of those those tests, but we just didn't narrate the ones that you passed. Got it. So what did he teach? Enchantment. Oh, God. Not magic. Oh, <laughs> my biggest weakness. Yeah, I, Professor. Professor. Oh, perfect. You're exactly what I was looking for. <sighs> Are you having a good evening? I didn't evening? do it. <laughs> I, I, I'm having an okay evening. I, I fear that I owe you an apology, however. Um, earlier today, when we tried out your potions, something strange happened when we attempted yours. I'm not sure why we didn't just try it a second time. After you left, I, I did a second experiment, and it glue exactly as you suggested. Well, it's good to know. Will you be able to revise my grade? But of course, but of course. Okay, well, Professor, I was hoping to speak to you about being a teacher advisor to a fraternity. Oh, oh dear, no one's, no one's ever invited me to a fraternity. Well, I think we would love to have you. Uh, you, you just seem like the best fit for our little... A uh, band of misfits here. Um, I, I, I guess I could certainly think about it. Uh, uh, what are you calling yourself? Surely you've already thought of this. Um, Go to hell, Jimothy. No, I don't no. think that'll work. Not that you, one. No. You, you, have, you have thought about this already, right? Or, of course, yes. at least where you live. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, we, we, ha we are looking at, uh, we're looking at buildings tomorrow, as a matter of fact. And we are going to call ourselves the... Uh, uh, the humble uh, order of fraternity misfits. Um, I, I don't mean to be critical, as I do owe you a bit of a favor considering today, but it sounds like I'm getting a rough draft of this idea. No, we've totally thought this out. Professor, you are getting a rough draft of this idea. Uh, we, 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 need a place to, we need a place to live. Maybe some advice on how to go about this. We've been talking about it for as long as we've known each other. That is true. We've never laid down details before. <laughs> he says, uh, well, if, if all it really entails is, is getting my name on the piece of paper to help you out, I suppose it can't hurt. Um, do you at least have a, a, another, another way to meet with the other fraternities? Any, any type of mingling you can do? I'm just worried that you'll end up um, uh, all alone in such a small house by yourselves. What's wrong with that? We are planning a party. Okay, yes. Uh, should, give me the details. Um, um, all right. Okay, I'm willing to. I, I, I'm kind of looking at them, asking for some sort of backup, just like a mini freak out. 
Uh, well, he has his ultimate frisbee friends. I uh, have some friends at a different fraternity that happen to be full. Uh, I've got a gaming club that I that I'm gonna meet up with a little later and uh, get to know them a bit. So we we know people. What about the hacky sack kids? <laughs> hacky sack kids are always looking for something to do. That's because they have no friends. We could be their friends. They're a hacky sack. There's nothing wrong with hacky sack. Yeah, let's, let's not alienate. Let's not alienate our thirty percent audience. That are hacky sackers, guys. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I've lost hundreds of dollars in hacky sacks on my cafeteria roof in high school. So, <laughs> is it alright if we go ahead and take a fifteen? Sure. Is that okay with everybody? Works for me. In the interim, be thinking about um, how you're gonna meet up with some other uh, fellow fraternities. What your name's gonna be and where you're gonna live. Okay, hope you guys had a little bit of time to think about um, a couple of these core questions. Second um, breakfast club. Huh? <laughs> second breakfast club. Brunch club. Well, second breakfast for uh, Lord of the Rings. It is not brunch. Mm-hmm. Two different meals. <laughs> Elevensies. <laughs> um, or we can go with some sort of uh, animal house type fraternity. I'll leave it up to everybody else. Are they home for infinite losers? Uh, no, we're not going with Hiffle. It's been taken. <laughs> South Harmon Institute of Technology. No, that one's taken, too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to go with, then? Second Breakfast Club or Brunch Club? You know, Second second Breakfast Club sounds, sounds good. We're not actually going to talk about where you guys live, because you would have been given a, a, a location by the administration, but this place is a dump, and it needs some serious work. It's not painted... The 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 um, floorboards on your your porch, which every good fraternity knows, is the lifeblood of your fraternity, are broken. The interior is bare. I'd like to call my father and request materials from our clan, specifically rock. I want a lot of rock. A lot of rock. What's your last name? Aluth. Aluth. A L U T H. Okay. You give him a call, and on the other end, you hear, "Yes, this is Mister Aluth. How can I help you?" Uh, father, the, it's Vaster. How how are we doing? Ah, son, news from school. What have you? Well, I am starting my own fraternity. Ah, excellent, excellent. I love to hear that. Um, uh, what what else have you got going on? Well, I passed all my all my tests, and uh, things are looking good. I was actually hoping that I could get some materials to help rebuild our uh our our building. It's 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 very run down, and they're leaving it up to me. Oh, uh, yes, uh, yes, I love buildings, I love buildings, yes, and, and what else have you got going on, son? I've made a couple of friends. Ah, uh, yes, yes, buildings and friends, yes, yes. Um, uh, just, just, yeah, just one moment, it's my son, he's just, uh, filling me in on, uh, what, what was it again, son, you're, you're building friends? Yes, I'm building friends, and I need a lot of rocks, father. Ah, uh, golem friends, eh? Uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to build a house, a porch, especially. Interesting, interesting. Yes, you see, I, I didn't get a golem until I made my first million. I'm quite proud of you, my boy. <laughs> um, may I speak to your assistant, Father? Yes, yes, I uh, here she is. Um, um, hello there, sorry. Yeah, uh, um, uh, he's a little bit distracted right now. Perhaps it'd be better if you tell me what you're looking for and I can, you know, actually write it down. Yeah, Abigail, I just need some building supplies, a lot of masonry and wood, especially. No, no, sir, he does not need any golems. Okay, um, masonry. Although if you have a couple, you <laughs> Columns. And just send them straight to the school? Yeah, no, just send them to, and I give her the address of our new faculty uh, facility. 
It's always a pleasure uh, speaking with you, Vaster. Enjoy your college experience, okay? Of course. Thank you very much. There's a knock on the door. <laughs> um, God damn. <laughs> I, I opened the door. There is a, a little elf there, a shorter elf, and he says, um, I just need you to sign for these, please, sir. And on the front lawn are essentially every building material you guys are going to need. I walk past both of them hammer in hand and start grabbing materials and stuff. Straight to work. Okay, let's let's go initiative order. And again, I'm just going to do it based on the faces I see. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Thorium, what is your first project going to be on this new house? Uh, you know, I think the best thing is kind of start going around and cleaning up any debris, any loose boards, any uh, fallen tiles or chip paint or anything of that nature. Uh, just kind of getting it all in like a pile so it's nice and easy to get out of the house. Starting with cleanup, which is, I mean, that's that's the sign of a, a good construction worker. You know, you want to start with a blank slate. Um, go for survival with advantage. Right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be a nine. Um, yeah, it's really slow going. Um, at, at first, your goal is to try to get, like, every little corner of every room. After a while, you realize that sometimes it's just easier to put a rug down and not worry about what's underneath it. But you do eventually get it done. It's not back to its former glory, and it's still not painted any, any specific color, but you get the job done. Grizz. All right, I'm going to take the rocks and start rebuilding the porch and the surrounding areas with stone. I have I have proficiency in that, and I have all the masonry tools. Okay, great. You're going to get advantage, too. Uh, what should we call this? I guess just a straight strength check. Um, you're also getting quite a bit of attention as you start to work on the exterior of the house. Mm-hmm. And so the other fraternities that are on the same road. Um, if you've ever done a construction project in your front yard, you know this feeling. Everybody wants to just stand about 20 feet away and like nod approvingly at the way you're doing it. Yeah. Unsolicited, usually bad advice. Yeah. All right. That is a 17. Uh, yes, the porch is, is looking strong and sturdy at this point. Um, it's got kind of a nice ornamental facade on the front. You've used uh, stone in a very creative way to where it's not uniform. It's it's a, like more of a, a mosaic art, artisanal style. And as you mentioned, someone from the crowd shouts, have you checked the spark plugs? <laughs> uh, and there's, there's a crowd of about 10 or 15 people at this point, all, you know, dis- discussing whether you've, uh, you've plugged in the proper gasket to the correct snozzle. Um, I wonder if they know that you don't really do this stuff around a man with a hammer, because those hammers usually get thrown, at least in my experience. Anthony? Uh, well, this being a big project, I'm going to start with uh, something a little smaller, but very necessity. Uh, holes in the walls or busted windows, anything that's letting air in or out, I'm going to start patching those. We can work with cosmetics and everything else afterwards. Okay. Make sure the house is fully sealed. How about a uh, survival? <laughs> I think I made some more holes. I got a one. Yeah, unfortunately, you're doing, more, you're doing more smashing than you are uh, fixing. Um, like trying to pick up a board to put somewhere, and I just trip, and it goes through a window. <laughs> Uh, it has kind of an interesting effect, though, because now the cross breeze is coming directly through the house. It's nice and cool in there. It kind of feels like a little ba- Bahamas vibe now that it's an open air situation. It might not be that nice during the winter, but right now, that's yeah, not too bad to work in. I meant to do that. <laughs> Back up to Ethorium. 
Yeah, so I'll probably, uh, if there's any, like, ash bags or anything like that, uh, start trying to gather the pile that I made to get it out of the house now. Uh, hoping the wind doesn't blow any of the small pieces too far. <laughs> you got to make sure you finish the job, especially with Mackerel out here smashing all the windows up. <laughs> a survival again. Uh, that one is a 14. Oh, yes, much better. Um, You're able to tie them up in those little knots and leave them outside and ahead of the porch. This is also just any general movement is garnering more attention. There's now about 20 people out front that are all watching. Uh, they seem to be commenting more on the actual design of the house at this point. And uh, you successfully get all of the debris out of the house, even the stuff that Macross adding to the pile. <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> uh, Grizz, what's Vaster doing now? Oh, well, Vaster is now making more calls to his father's assistant and getting secondhand furniture dropped off and, you know, living necessities. And he's attempting to put the people who are standing around to work, carrying the stuff in. Okay. Would you want a persuasion? A roll of persuasion, but I also had her drop off ale. My guy. Yeah, you'll get advantage on this. Can you tell me what is the what's the pitch here? The pitch is the same pitch every college kid who's moving is. We'll provide pizza and beer if you help do move shit. Okay. All right. Uh, my persuasion is a negative one, so a 12. You convince 12 people to come help you. All right. So uh, I get these 12 people in, and we start moving furniture to the bedrooms and all that. Just all the heavy lifting. Uh, okay, one of the guys that offers to come help is a guy you talked to at the at the fair. I think we said his name was Jeffrey. He is some recruiter for Lambda Cool. Ah, and he goes, uh, "Hey there, it was uh, it was uh, Vaster, right?" Yeah, Jeffrey, you're my uh, my my father's old fraternity. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember now. You were a legacy. Oh yeah, that was it. We couldn't get you in because you just you just missed the registration, right? Yeah, yeah. My father was uh, Manson Aluth. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, I, I haven't met him myself, but um, if he's anything like you, I'm sure he's a he's a nice enough guy, and he gives you a pat on the back. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he gets to work, um, but he mentions it again. He says, "Oh yeah, hey, uh, you guys are coming to the party tonight, right?" You know what? We wouldn't miss it, Jeffrey. Excellent. Hey, and if you guys need any help later on, um, hook me up. I'll make sure that you guys get the numbers of all the other leaders of the fraternities. That way, maybe you guys can throw your own party someday. Oh, hell yeah. Um, roll an insight, please. That is a 17. Yeah, this is a genuinely really nice guy. He does not seem to have any of uh, of Jimothy in him, but um, they are in the same fraternity all the same. All right. I kind of pull him to the side. Hey, man, I know he's your new fraternity brother, but you really need to watch out for that, Jimothy. You can ask anybody in my class. He is not a good person, and he has a lot of anger issues. So just just be careful. All I want to tell you. Oh, wow. That's uh, I wish I would have known that before we extended an invitation. Hopefully he doesn't let that get in the way of the party. We, we, we put him in charge of all the administrative work, and it'd be a real shame if something went wrong there. As long as he looks good, he'll be fine. Okay, that's good. Because if he screws up this party, he's out of the fraternity for sure. All right. I, uh, I'm i going to prepare uh, a spell for just that occasion. <laughs> all right. He goes on to his work. And what are, what are they building with, all, with moving all this material? Oh, they're moving furniture. Secondhand furniture. Okay. And, and you guys, like, living in separate rooms? Are you guys... Is it like bunk beds and you got the one community room? What's the, what's the interior going to look like? We're out, of, we're out of initiative order right now. You guys can just discuss this together. 
picturing one giant room on the floor, like an open concept, and a bunch of rooms up on the second floor. Yeah, sounds about right to me. You have a big living room area with maybe like a little little kitchen there for snacks. And then, yeah, like separate bedrooms and stuff upstairs just because there's only three of us. So <laughs> Yeah, there's big. it's big enough that we can share once we get bigger, but right now we can all have our own. Yeah, I think one of my bonds says provides food for people, so I'm probably spending most of the time in the kitchen. Maybe call my old buddy Thing because that guy's a moron, but boy, can he cook. <laughs> Yeah, take uh, take inspiration for that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know exactly what the layout of the other fraternities is, but the fact that you guys have prioritized the kitchen is certainly going to make you guys stand out. Most most fraternities do not really have much kitchen to speak of, um, and especially if you've got a, a a member that wants to cook, that's uh, that might come in handy. Is there anything else you guys wanted to do on campus? The the, the party that he mentioned, you guys have that flyer is for. DJ Danku, the night of base at the Lambda Cool House, and it's probably in like three or four hours. Um, you guys can spend that time however you want. I'm going to go find, uh, is the Ultimate Frisbee team doing anything? Uh, you can go back to the quad and see if anybody's playing some frizz. That, I want to do that. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, they, they, they're, they're not playing a formal game, but they're just getting in some Frisbee throws. I don't know if there's a campus in America that you could find where someone is not throwing a frisbee at any given moment right. um so you can, you can jump into that game if you want definitely doing that 100 percent. okay cool what about anybody else so i think germathil probably head over to the like the, the library or something uh, maybe catch up on some of the uh st- some of the stuff that he did not do well on in his test earlier interesting okay so he failed conjuration i believe Something like that. I I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was that was conjuration. So what are, what are you specifically looking up to improve on? Like I, I'm giving you an opportunity to create some mechanics here. So if is there a specific spell or a type of attack that you're going and committing your your off time to? You know, I have no idea. <laughs> I think he's just picking up a book and just hoping the right information's in there. We'll come back to that, maybe. Grizz, what's Vaster doing? Vaster is going with uh, Jeffrey and getting all that information and introducing himself to the other fraternity. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're going up and down the lane, and what are you saying to, you know, everybody opens the door when you talk to them. Some people are, are playing tunes outside, especially the Bard College has always got somebody playing a lute, just kind of having a cool hang. Um, what, are you, what are you saying when you walk up? Oh, it's just, uh, hey, how you guys doing? I'm... I am from the uh, old abandoned fraternity building. We actually are starting a new fraternity, and I just want to introduce ourselves. And if you guys ever want to hang out, or you know, we we can we got plenty of room for our parties and all that. Uh, I know right now Lambda Cool is doing their thing tonight, but maybe next week we can all get together and you know have a good time and you know just just generally glad handing everybody. Hey, hey, man! You got the, uh, the 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 Bard College where they're all playing different loot songs on the porch. Uh, yeah, man, we're hanging out right now, dude. You're more than welcome to stay. Do you say you're going to the party tonight? Oh, hell yeah! That's pretty sick. Dude. we'll see you there. Hey, hey. So we were just having the argument. Which one of DJ Danku's is is his best song? You know what? I think uh, "Running to Kill the Dragon" fucking rocks. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, man, that's what I said. I told you guys, this guy knows what's up. This guy fucks, man. And he starts playing a a, a rendition of Ready to Run at the Dragon that's, that's not particularly talented, but it's recognizable. Mm-hmm. And he is going to give you a, a CD that he has an extra of, of DJ Denku's. I appreciate this. You know what I'm going to do? I just kind of point up at the ceiling and I cast a uh, major illusion and I make a glowing circular ball to just like pulsing lights for like that'll last a week. Awesome, dude. Hey, if we come over to your house, we better see some more of those kind of tricks, dude. See you at the party. It sounds like they might be interested in a lava lamp a little more. They should be <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Depends on how high they are. <laughs> uh, can you roll, roll a um, uh, perception then? <laughs> Or insight, I guess. Let's let's find out how high they are. My insight was a five. Okay, go ahead and roll for it. No, it's a five. Okay. Um. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell if they're high on life or if there's some some dust rolling around or what's going on. Um. Back at the frisbee game, uh, you guys have been having a real cool hang for a little while, throwing the disc around, catching some rays. Um. They are going to give you one of their Frisbees on the way out. And this Frisbee has um, a magical property that it responds kind of like a boomerang, where it can be thrown up to 30 feet, and it always returns to its um, owner. Dope. All right. Guys, y'all going to the party? Uh, DJ Danku? Yeah. Yeah, of course we're going, man. It's going to be an awesome time. All right. Yeah, can't wait to see you all there. Maybe talk about me joining the Frisbee team, huh? Huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're definitely open to it. If you get some practice, that uh, that Frisbee right there, man, uh, it's got kind of a stupid name. It's called the uh, Frisbee of Loneliness, but it allows you to practice by yourself. If you if you get a couple swings in, maybe you'll be good enough. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give that a try. And as I'm walking away, I'm doing it over and over again, just having fun with my new boomerang Frisbee. Okay, um, yeah, roll, I guess, just with three attack rolls. Oh, okay. Is this range attack? What do I add to it? Uh, range attack, but I don't really know the difference, if I'm being totally honest. Uh, range attack, I have disadvantage if it's really long range or in physical range. Um, uh, this thing only goes 30 feet, so you can't just, like, snipe it further. Yeah, I'm plus four with my longbow. Would that apply to this? Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Let's see. Oh, shit. Crit 20 on the first one. All right. Second one, nine. Third one, 18. All right, you nailed two of them. Yeah, you are, you are. we're going to call proficient in this, and it's not going to give you a bonus as much as it, it gives you the ability to, you know, a boomerang, when thrown, it usually goes kind of on the same path, but you're so good at this that you can get it to, like, go in a big circle. You can have it go in a straight line, straight to there, and straight back to you. Um, You're very, very good at using this item. I fucking love this thing. I'm going to draw a face on it and call it Wilson. Um, have you had any more into what Dramethil is trying to um, to study up on? Uh, yeah, uh, I think they'll probably see uh, like Mage Hand in, in one of the books in passing. Be like, oh, that sounds that sounds like a good one to keep in the back pocket just in case. Yeah, so you are doing some something that very few college kids do, which is studying before the semester begins, um, and that should be rewarded. Anyone out there, stay in school. Um, and never stop studying, even when you're out of school. Um, you have learned a mage hand, but your mage hand can lift up to 50 pounds. God damn! <laughs> That's a beefy hand. Awesome. <laughs> okay, you guys all um, return approximately the same time to your house, and you have an hour before the, the party starts, which, you know, is basically pre-game slash getting ready time. 
hey guys, check out this trick, and I throw the Wilson or like in a big circle back to him and catch with the other hand. Yeah, you like do it so that it goes around one of the um, pylons on that's like holding up the deck. So the deck, so it's between you up for for part of the throw, um, and it looks sick as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I got a cool thing. All right, I go and I grab a couple of extra kegs that were dropped off earlier to take with us, and I start heading towards the party. You're bringing kegs to the party, of course. Wow, that is a uh, a bold and unique move. All right, BYOB, my brother. I'm making uh, nachos to bring. A lot of nachos. <laughs> That's even wilder. You're bringing food to a college party. Yeah, look, if they're going to be drinking and smoking and partying and dancing, they're going to need some food. They're going to need nachos specifically. Uh, okay, and if am is Drenathil getting dressed, or what's the what's his yeah. pregame schedule? Yeah, I think probably uh, getting dressed, making sure the scales are shining. You know, when I want to make a good good first impression with the rest of the frat folk. So is Dramathil, when he goes out, is he like, is he, um, uh, is he like tank top bro? Is he nice club wear bro? Is he wearing a tuxedo? Like what's his, what's his look? Ironic t-shirt. You know, I'm thinking, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, fall-ish, you know, I would, I'd imagine. Uh, so probably just like a basic, uh, like white t-shirt some like a red and black flannel some some kind of color complements his scales uh and like jeans pretty, pretty basic but you know cool something classic something that says mm-hmm. i just came from class but i'm still ready to party now yeah very nice vaster what do you look like well i got i got my beard braided into three long braids intricate you know i got Nice clothes on, not too nice, but nice clothes on. And uh, I have uh, my helm that has two open spots for mugs on the side. Oh, yeah. so dope. <laughs> <laughs> so dope. Definitely take uh, inspiration for that. And Anthony, what's what's Mackerel's party gear? As basic as he is, we're talking cargo shorts and a polo and moccasins. Oh no! And are these cargo shorts because he just loves coals, or does he like have lots of stuff to carry around? No, there's nothing in the cargo shorts. There's like his, you know, wallet and stuff that he took off of the chain, like back in high school. Okay, is he like is he like a juggalo? Is that what we're finding out now? No, he used to be reformed juggalo. Um, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and make a note here because I do not want to piss off the juggalos. No, dude, I love the Juggalos, man. I grew up in Detroit, so like they had that, that gathering of the Juggalos where I where I was. They come through. You can't find Fago root beer anywhere. Those guys are great, man. They're not like violent or anything. Well, not in my experience. They're just kind of weird dudes. I unironically love ICP. I don't mind ICP, but every Juggalo I've ever met in small town Oklahoma were the people who would tell their mom to fuck off in the middle of in high school. Never showered. Never showered. Well, if you if you if you if you're listening, all of our Juggalo fans, I think you're the former, not the latter. Especially that guy in the Netherlands. And if you're the latter, give your mom a break. She had you at 16. She didn't know what she was doing. Oh, <laughs> oh. nobody better edit that shit out either. I want the Juggalos coming for me. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. And you guys know the way to land the cools, and it wouldn't be hard to anyway, because every other person is flowing there. It looks like, if you were to get in a helicopter, it is like ants to the, the queen. Everyone is walking that way. You've got, like, people with boom boxes up by their ears, and they're playing DJ Danku's tracks. 
Um, uh, it's, it's a little distracting because people are playing multiple different songs, but everyone's just in a, in a good mood, happy to be there. Oh, yeah. Do I see Jeffrey by chance? Uh, you don't see Jeffrey. I think that you would probably presume that he's at the house already. Okay. I thought we were close enough to the house. Uh, okay, then we'll, we'll fast forward. You guys are close to the house. The guy taking the tickets at the front of the line or taking attendance or whatever you want to call it is your old friend, Jiminy. Jimothy. <laughs> Sorry, Jimothy, my bad. Jimothy. Um, there's, there's a long line, and people are kind of just like, you know, talking about how they decided to get dressed up, what their favorite songs are. Uh, Jimothy sees you out of the corner of his eyes, and his smile gets real big, and it's not a nice smile. I smile at him, and I quietly cast uh that's more killer. <laughs> killer yes <laughs> so jimothy has had an evening to prepare he knew that he's been skunked by this twice and he casts um uh counter spell go back <laughs> <laughs> i go up to him nachos in one hand big smile and hold out my ticket i'm gonna play it friendly unless he fucks up um he goes he goes Oh, wow, it's so good to see you guys. I didn't think you'd be able to make it to the party because you couldn't get into a fraternity. Yeah, no, we uh, we sure didn't. That's Well, them's the breaks, but hey, no hard feelings. Here's my ticket. I'm going to go mingle, you know. Um, He looks behind you at the other two, and he goes, Holy cow, it's a whole group of losers. Yeah, yeah, oh, sure. So past him is a, is a red uh, carpet with the ropes on the sides. That leads into their house, which is an enormous—excuse me—an enormous castle. Ooh! And it is a—it's uh, probably three stories tall, and it's got the normal sort of castellated tops. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure that there's a design reason for those. Um, it's got those small slits in like the towers for I don't know shooting out um, arrows. And there has there is a cauldron that has been enchanted to appear as though it's pouring lava down constantly that you have to walk through in order to get into the party. But you see people walking through it, and it's apparently harmless. So you guys can't actually see inside the, uh, mm. the building. Just, like, gritting my teeth and trying to hold the smile and holding out the ticket, starting to shake a little bit. Yeah, totally. Good to see you, too. He said, uh, listen, I'm not trying to have any conflicts with you guys. It seems like you already you already have your backs up against the wall when you were born. So if you want to get in the party, I'll let you. But you got to do something for me. We have tickets, Jimothy. He takes your tickets from you, and he like he's looking them like he's looking them up at the at the ceiling to try to like see if you can see the the hologram. He goes, "Yep, just like I thought. These are fake." I put the nachos in his face. Oh, wow. So you, like, smash him in the face the nachos? Not aggressively, like, forcing him back, but, like, nachos touching face. Um, okay. Uh, are, you, are you trying to intimidate him or entice him? Um, I just hate him and want him to have nachos on his face. Uh, okay. Um, he doesn't flinch. He's kind of waiting. Um, roll insight. Uh, I'm not going to worry about what I add to that because I'm level one. That's a six. Uh, it's not d- tough to read this guy, uh, especially in this moment. He wishes you would give him a reason to keep you out of this party. He's looking for anything. He says, I got a good idea. You guys seem to be so good at running around and doing little chores. As I heard today, you guys have made uh, quite the day of yourselves. Building on the campus when everybody was around, trying to be big shots. Maybe let's put some of that work to use. If you guys can go in the kitchens and work the uh, the wait staff. For 20 minutes, I'll let you in the party. No harm, no foul. You know, I'm kind of in favor of that. I do like giving people food, and I'm going to see if I can get a hold of Thing to help me out on this one. I just smile at him and, sure, Jimothy, we'll help you out. 
That's not a problem. He goes, okay, but if I hear you guys are screwing around at all, you are out of here. I've already heard rumors that if I that if I get embarrassed tonight, I'm going to get thrown out of the fraternity forever. Well, it sounds like you better be careful. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, Dramathil, you're uh, you're in favor of the uh, going to do the wait staff. Yeah, sounds sounds like a decent deal to me. Yeah. Okay, um, he points to a side door, so not through the lava front. You gotta have to like go underneath some of the ropes, um, and to go around uh, to the side and ultimately to the back of the uh, the castle. Um, uh, while we're going around, I mutter a spell of seeming onto Jimothy. Okay, what does that do? Uh, it allows you to change the appearance of any number of creatures you can see within range. It lasts eight hours. He can make a charisma saving throw. Uh, okay. Uh, 14. That's got to be close. That is close, but my spell save is 16. All right. I So I make it look like he's completely disheveled. He's barely wearing a shirt, and he's about 50 pounds heavier than he was. It looks like he hasn't bathed in a while. Oh, uh, the dreaded sophomore 50. Yeah, and um, I can, yeah, he just, he looks very slovenly, and he's pretty much a caricature of himself. At the- yeah, and this is particularly effective because he, he is in really good shape as it is, but it's one of those body frames where he's kind of like a little in-shape guy, like he's not super tall, and so adding 50 pounds onto his frame changes the entire complexion of, of how he looks. Um, a moment ago, he was wearing a... Um, like a, a button down with a kind of a more casual sports coat, but yeah, now he's got like um, a, a a white beater on with like with a mustard stain. Like, yeah, like yeah, mustard stain, a couple cigarette holes um, up up near his chest. There's like one particularly embarrassing hole that's like two inches in diameter. It's right on his nipple. Um, so <laughs> you can see his, his kind of man boobs poking out. Mm-hmm. Um, he notices and immediately runs inside to um, out of embarrassment. I had fun into the crowded room, and like I said, this illusion lasts for eight hours. Um, so let's let's figure that out. Is he able? Can he put like another shirt on top of this? Or every time he puts another shirt on, it just disappears and it looks like his boobs out again. It becomes the boob shirt. It's also kind of cold outside, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, good. Good play, man. <laughs> um, when you get to the back, um, there is a a girl who is uh, shouting. Um, not like a small girl, like 19, 20 years old, similar to what most people at the school are. She is a dragonborn as well and looks directly at Dramathil and says, and says, oh, well, I, I can't say that I'm entirely surprised, but apparently it's just going to be them hiring us dragonborns to do all their bidding. The upper class can't stand us. You know, right? I don't know who hired you, but Jimothy Jackass. Oh my god, he's, he's absolutely unnerving. Every time he comes back here, he's got he's got ten more drink orders, and it looks behind her, and there um, is, are two dwarfs that walk in, and just like she said, put two more orders up on the like the little um, sliding uh, carousel of orders. They spin it around, and it comes right in front of her. She says, I, I, I can't handle this. I, I just, I need a break. You guys handle these ones. And she walks out the door. Um, I stop her on her way out, and I put down my alcohol. Jimothy did send these back for the kitchen staff, though. Giant, very alcoholic kegs. Wait, wait what does he do? Uh, I, I say Jimothy sent these back for everybody, and they're giant, very alcoholic kegs. The kegs I said I brought for the party? Yep, so, so that, that's perfect. Just just, just make, make whatever's on the ticket. Give him an extra beer if you want. I don't care. If, if Jimothy comes back here, tell him I quit. 
Well, that, hold on. You don't, you don't need to do that. You got backup now. We're going to make this happen. Okay. There are three tickets. One says for the... Uh, one says for the octopus in the lazy river. One says for the troll at the lobster races. And one says for security in front of DJ Danku. I will go deal with the octopus. Uh, I don't want to. You know what? I'm going to have a run at the troll. <laughs> See if we can fix last time. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take security then. Okay. Um, you guys make, are, are you making a cocktail or are you all just getting a beer? Um, for the uh, for the uh, octopus, he's getting a full on. Uh, you know what a fishbowl is? Sure. He's getting a fishbowl. Okay, and is it a fruity one or what's the? Oh, obviously. There's fruit inside. There's umbrellas, and there's so much rum it could would kill a kill a person, but not an octopus. Not an not an eight hundred pound octopus. <laughs> um, uh, the Jemethel. I'll just go ahead and take him a take him a beer. You know. Security. He can't be getting too <laughs> too out there. Right. It's frankly, unprofessional that he put a drink in order at all. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, Macroff. I'm giving the troll a dirty ass Bloody Mary. Okay, cool. Um, when you guys step out through like the, the curtain that separates you from the um, the party, th- you guys now are understanding the breadth of this of this party itself. Um, there are people and monsters and orcs and dragonborns all over the place. And they aren't like dancing with each other. This is a type of like crazy dubstep where you might as well just be in a room by yourself because everyone's eyes are closed and they're like air fighting. Um, They're doing like their one or two moves that they always go to. The layout of the room is that there is a, a, a center sort of square that is surrounded by a lazy river that kind of weaves in and out that isolates the, the center that you dance in from the rest of the party, and that the the river itself is this whatever stuff is coming out of that cauldron at the front. So it looks like everyone is swimming in lava. There are some people that are wearing some sort of tasteless bikinis. There are some girls there that are not wearing any tops at all. The, the drinks are flowing freely. Um, on one corner, the farthest from you, are the private rooms for the Lambda Cools. Um, there's some security there that are uh, look like fellow fraternity guys. In the right-hand corner from where you guys are standing, there are a number of people betting on a huge wall that is slanted downwards where lobsters are being placed at the top and then slowly walking their way down to the bottom until they finally get into the lazy river and swim around. And to your left, the mo- most importantly, there is a 150-foot-tall Knight of the Round Table that is a statue made of scaffolding and and with plate armor. He has a giant sword that he is holding at his chest that that delves deep into the ground in front of him and is like a part of the fabric of this building. And at the very top, there is fire screaming out of his mouth. And as the fire uh, rescinds back into his mouth, you see a Kenku who is rocking his ass off on the ones and twos inside the helmet. Nice. Yeah, just head bobbing. <laughs> I'm making my way over to the lobster races with the Betty Bear. Okay, we will We will start with you then, Macra. Um, the lobster races aren't difficult to get to. You, you can go around the outsides. The crowd here is almost exclusively monsters. Okay, there's a, there's a mind flare here. There is 
a beholder there. There's a twerp. There are also three or four aquatic creatures, mermaids, mermen, who are hotly debating the ethics of betting on lobsters to race. But mostly it's just a lot of people holding up your currency, uh, these pieces of gold, while a second troll is taking numbers down out of the people shout shouting at him. Didn't say which troll. Uh, you know, I got a feeling it's probably going to be the one taking numbers since everybody else is just throwing up money. So I'm going to ask him if he ordered a drink first. Hey, yo, what's up, Mr. Yeah, did, uh, did you order a drink, sir? Yeah, about 20 minutes ago, I figured they forgot about me. Oh, no, we never forget. Here you are. Oh, you want me to just take the drink then? Well, if you'd like to. <laughs> uh, I, I would, but I, I, I haven't had money to pay for it until we get done with this race. Keep your money, it's fine. On the house. Oh, oh, all right. That sounds excellent. Well, well I, I guess I can pay you in this way. How about I'll give you a free wager? I'll take it. Um, there are five lobsters at the top that are, of course, labeled one, two, three, four, and five. People are throwing around big money 20, 30 gold, which for a college kid's a lot of cash. If you win, you get four times what you won. And he keeps the extra fifth as the bookie. Um, we're going to come back to the results of your game, but first we are going over to Dramathil. Alrighty, so I'm going to head over to the uh, to the left, make it over to uh, the, the DJ booth, where I believe it said my security guy was going to be in front of me. Uh, yeah, he is a, a sentry guard um, that looks just basically like a smaller version of the knight that is standing behind him. He's not 150 feet tall, obviously, he's only about uh, six feet tall. And he's standing there looking real tough and sort of surveying the crowd. Ready? I'm gonna go ahead and walk up to him. Be like, hey bro, you order you order a drink? He he takes off his glasses and gives you an ocular pat down. Yeah, I ordered a drink. How do I know what's in that? Just beer, my guy. Um, he kind of tentatively takes it and takes a little sip and he goes, All right, I appreciate that. We gotta stay really sharp tonight, you know, because of the uh, the magic mixtape. Oh yeah. What's up? Yeah, some people are, some people are worried that uh, DJ Danku is gonna get out the word that he has a uh, a mixer that he uses to uh, magically make sick beats. Anyone that gets it basically becomes a. Rec um, I'm sorry. Did you say you work here? Yeah, I'm uh, helping out in the kitchens for a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were also security. There's no such thing as a magical mixer. It's <laughs> it's just a regular mixer. Yeah, yeah, no problem, my guy. Yeah, uh, enjoy your drink. I think that'll be like a, a silver piece. <laughs> I don't know um, what our currency is. <laughs> yeah, he goes, um, I, I, I don't have it right here. If you want, uh, I can show you where my stuff is and you can go just take the silver piece out of there. And he lifts up like the skirt of the bottom of the statue. And inside, you can see now straight up to the very, very top, that there's like scaffolding that holds up this entire statue. There's even like some steps areas. Like this was meant to be climbed, even if the outside was almost impossible. And he goes up like uh, 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 one or two stories, which is nothing compared to the size of the two things. And he has a bag and he goes, hey, here's the silver piece. Um, maybe just don't mention to anyone that there's like stairs back here. Yeah, no problem. I, I get it. You're good. Uh, enjoy the rest of the party, you know? <laughs> Keep an eye out. Yeah, he's, he's kind of mumbling under his breath. He's like, I probably shouldn't have taken that guy back. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, and he walks back down, opens up the little skirt piece for you, starts mean mugging again. Um, is there anything else you want to do now that you've taken care of uh, your drink? 
Uh, how long were we supposed to be working in there for? Um, he said he said 20 minutes, um, but he's nowhere to be found at this point. He's presumably back in his room, just putting on more and more clothes to no avail. <laughs> uh, he's going to look like Joey by the end of this when we put on all of Chandler's clothes. Dramble will just be uh, going around, kind of saying hi to people. and Anyone he recognizes from class or any, any of the frat guys that he sees? Uh, yeah, you recognize people from your floor from last year. Um, they're all equally excited. This is their first party, too. Um, in this school, freshmen are really kind of, um, uh, they're sort of, um, what's the word? They're monitored or censored in the areas they can go. And so you guys wouldn't have been to one of these parties before. It's your first opportunity. They all have a fraternity. Um, it's not a lot of talking going on. Most people are dancing pretty reckless. Is Dramathil much of a dancer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and describe his wicked moves. <laughs> um, I think I think he he's definitely more of like a shuffly, like a fist bumping kind of guy, just kind of vibing with the rest of the people around him, you know. Cool. Um, and Vaster. All right, I'm headed to uh, the octopus. Correct. Yeah, so I, it's it, you don't see an octopus immediately. Um, the 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 lazy river, as it would be in any aquatic feature at a frat party, is pretty gross. Um, you you it's once you get close enough, you can realize that it's not hot, so there's isn't actually lava. Um, but also the you can't see through. There's there's no translucency um, to the liquid that the people are floating in. Mm, gotcha. Well, uh, do I see anybody kind of standing around the Lazy River? Uh, the Lazy River is constantly churning, and so you can't stand. You have to, like, you can float on top of a, a tube, or you can kind of walk in the direction. I guess if you wanted to, you could try to walk the opposite direction of the flow, but it would be difficult. You know what? I'm going to just, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and uh, float uh, while I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to get a tube, but I'm going to just start floating through. Okay, cool. Um, it's it's you notice pretty quickly that you're going at kind of the same speed as everyone else. So unless the octopus is coming back the other direction or actively swimming forward, um, it's pretty unlikely that you're ever going to catch up to them. Oh, I'm purposely slowing myself down. Uh, you know, running my feet against the wall, kind of pushing myself back, meandering, making sure that people are going around me. Okay, we will come on back to you, um, Anthony. Uh, you are anticipating the lobster race, and they set them down in their starting positions, and there's a big collective, three, two, one, lobster! And they all take their hands off, and the things barely move. I mean, they are holding on tight. Everyone is cheering. People are throwing additional coins. It looks like maybe this guy is, like, taking, like, prop bets while the while the game goes on, like, for additional bet wins. You know, who will be last place? One of them slide down. Um, one of them pinch each other on the way down, etc. Hey, let me get, uh, I don't know, two silver on one. Be the last to move. <laughs> okay, uh, two, two silver on one, the last to win, to, to move. Um, he, uh, he goes, all right, then. You got two silver on one, last to move. I'll put five gold on four to win it all for you. Sounds perfect. Okay. Is there anything that you can do from where you're standing to um, improve or reduce the effectiveness of any of these lobsters as a level one ranger <laughs> uh he can shoot them <laughs> i can kill all the four <laughs> is, is your favorite animal happen to be lobster because that would be incredible no <laughs> monstrosities <laughs> <laughs> uh 
No, uh, the issue here is that uh, as level one, I probably couldn't even kill the other four lobsters if I wanted to. Uh, I'm just going to start shouting, uh, go, 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 you can do it, you can do it, go for it, go. Uh, okay, let's let's roll um, animal handling with disadvantage and see if you can if you can get through to this lobster. Probably won't be able to. I probably didn't even need disadvantage. I'm probably going to do bad. Ooh, with disadvantage, that's 14. Uh, yeah, it's helping. Um, he he's kind of like trying to walk directly towards you, and since you're at the very bottom, sorry, one second. Uh, he's making his way. He's trying to get to you, but you are towards the bottom. So sure enough, he is about halfway down. And we will pop back over to Athorium. Athorium, a uh, what is Dramathil doing now? You know, I think uh, at that point, is there anyone who's who's kind of like not dancing, just kind of hanging out, chatting, anything like that? Yeah, yeah. If you go a little bit further, closer to where the um, the Lambda Cool's private quarters are, that's kind of a more like a dead space where people that are trying to have a conversation are standing. You can eavesdrop a little bit. You don't need to roll for it. And sev- several people are mentioning that the security guards um, have told them that apparently Denku has like a, a magical mixtape or mix board or something that is what makes him like such a sick DJ. I guess I'll kind of uh, go over and join their conversation. Uh, what's this about a magical mixtape? What? What's that? Dude, I don't know, man. We walked in here. I seriously just asked that bouncer guy like, Hey, is there any way I can, you know, find a bathroom around here? He starts blabbing immediately about magic mixtapes, showing me the way up the scaffolding. This guy's a moron. <laughs> yeah, th- the security here is definitely not the greatest. We'll, we'll definitely have to get some better ones if we, when we throw our party at our frat. Uh, but uh, yeah, by the way, I'm uh, Dramathil. Uh, nice to meet you guys. I'm with the, what was our frat name? Second Breakfast Club. Second Breakfast Club. With a new frat on the block. Cool, yeah. I think we saw you guys uh, building some stuff earlier. I'm I'm Jeremiah. I'm, I'm actually waiting out here. Have you seen a? I think he's in your grade, guy Jimothy. He's supposed to be running this party. I haven't <sighs> seen him like since we got here. Yeah, no, I saw him uh, up front. He was not looking great, by the way. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I don't know where he went. Uh, probably hiding from everyone because of how uh, he's doing. But you know. That's that's pretty wild. I mean, I I I I'm a brother here, and I've never heard anyone survive their first week if they if they blew a party like this. Right now, he's got no control, man. Anything could happen. Yeah, you know, I guess we'll just have to see. Some people just aren't cut out for the frat life, and that's just how it is. Uh, speaking of, you want a hit of this? And he pulls out what you know to be skooma, which is a snorted uh, powder. Um, and he takes a bump himself. Sure, dude. I'll try anything once. First time, or all right, don't do too much, okay? All right. She has a palm out, apparently suggesting that you snort it directly out of his own hand. <laughs> Alrighty. Kind of cover one of my nostril slits. And kinda... <laughs> okay, you run a rail. Um, how, how many inches of a rail do you run? Very much. Just like two inches? Wow. Wow. Holy shit. That is way too much for a first time. Are you okay? Have fun on your trip. <laughs> you are not going to sleep for a month. Oh, you're going to you're gonna have some good times. To be fair, it's a little <laughs> bit of a misleading question to ask how many inches. <laughs> oh, man. Um, please roll constitution save. <laughs> what do we got? 
That is a nine. Uh, yeah, you are starting to lose it a little bit. Um, anything that requires focus or concentration for the next, let's say, hour or so, you're going to need disadvantage on. Okay. That could have gone so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you're you're not hallucinating in the sense that you're like seeing, um, you know, like dragons fly at you or anything, but you're definitely losing a little bit of the edges on things. Everything seems to kind of blend into each other, and for the first time, you're recognizing the um, the music in its in its sort of full capacity as it was meant to be heard, and you notice also that like on the big beat drops, the the Knight, this giant statue is like kind of dancing along. Nice. I'm just kind of rocking out, going back to my dancing spot from earlier, I guess. All right, all right, yeah. And and your dancing is is not one of the things that requires focus. You are way better at it now. <laughs> uh, Master. All right, I'm still in the uh, lazy river looking for an octopus. Um, yeah, as you try to slow yourself, you can now kind of see a, a bit of a commotion behind you and up and out of the water and then back in diving and sort of like weaving between people. There is an octopus, but this octopus is like probably 600 pounds. Um, he's splashing people that are outside of the water, but they don't seem to mind. All right. Hey, my tentacly friend, I got you drink. And I hold this giant fishbowl full of rum over my head. He goes, hey, man, I've been waiting for that for a little while. My buzz is starting to wear off. All right, I hand it to him. It's full of fruit, has some of those candy fish in them, and a bunch of fucking umbrellas. No human-sized person could order this by themselves. Uh, he goes, hey, look at what I see. I see two straws, and I've only got one mouth. You want to join me? I, I smile at him. It would be my pleasure. What's your name? Um, it's Octo. Octo. Wow. I don't want to say this out loud, but his parents were very imaginative. <laughs> and I'm really glad he didn't lose a limb. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, all right, my men. We drink on the count of eight. One, uh, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. Since I had eight seconds, do I have time to prepare a spell? Yes. All right, I cast a minor illusion, so whenever we drink, uh, lights start pulsing with the music around us. Uh, okay, so it's it's it, you're creating an additional light show? Yeah, a minor light show. Okay, yeah, it, it is dropping exactly to the beat. Um, when the next drop comes right at 8, there's like this pulsating of the lights, but also the fire seems to be exactly timed up coming out of this, um, the, the statue's mouth. Everybody is, like, screaming up at the, uh, the booth as the song kind of dies down while you guys are drinking. Mm -hmm. And a chant starts up, and they're all chanting, running up at the dragon. Is that what it was called? Running up with the dragon, yeah. Running up with the dragon, which is a really hard thing to chant. Denku did not think of that before he made the song, but they're getting really excited. They'd probably just chant running, wouldn't they? Even better. Running, running, running. Um, and you need to make a con save, but you get advantage. This isn't so bad. It's not It's not, It's not. not too long, two inches of Tuma. <laughs> All right. My con is a plus three, so that is a 19. Uh, okay, yeah, you're, you're doing okay. I mean, you're feeling good, um, but you, you do not think your, um, your driving is impaired at this point. Um, Anthony, we're back to Macro. 
your your lobster is starting to lose a little bit of pace. I don't know if he uh, if he has lobster ears or what it is, but ever since the chanting started behind you for running, he's slowed up and he's getting a little bit distracted. And number two passes him. Hey, bud, you're doing good. Don't worry. Win or lose, you're still a champion in my eyes. Hey, let me know how this all goes. I got to get back to serving drinks. I totally forgot what I was supposed to be doing in the first place. Got sidetracked like a motherfucker. Okay, so are you, so you you handed him the one drink that you got that you got from the uh, troll, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, if you turn your back on the situation, hopefully someone gets you your winnings later. If they uh, if you do in fact win anything, and you turn back to the party, I mean, win or lose, I didn't actually lose anything. So I'm gonna go back to serving drinks and stuff, following that bond of giving people food or drinks. And okay. So what is that? Are you going back to the bar? Yeah, back to the bar. More orders, more drinks. Get them dished out. You know, quantity. It's gotta happen. We have no staff. <laughs> when you get back to the um to the uh, kitchen, uh, Jeffrey's in there and he's posting some drinks too. And he's he goes, "Hey man, how's it going? Hey, going pretty sweet. Love the party. Uh, good. But uh, what what are you doing back here, man? You don't need to serve drinks. No, but I, you know, I kind of want to. I mean, I was kind of told to at first by your guy Jimothy, but now I'm into it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean. From what I can tell so far, Jimothy, he, you guys got him wrong. I mean, look at how much fun everyone's having at this party. Nothing's gone wrong. I haven't even had to see the guy, and apparently he's taking care of everything. Now he's got people that we aren't even paying running drinks for us. This guy's a genius. Let me put it to you this way. Your party's not going good because of Jimothy. Your party's going good in spite of Jimothy. It's more like the second Breakfast Club showed up to make this thing and crank it up to 11 if you get me. Um, I, I guess, man, but I can't argue with results. This is going to be one of the best parties we ever had. I'm pretty sure Danku's going to come back and do a second show for us for free. Yeah, you haven't seen him, and the party's going good. Do you really think anything has to do with him being here? I think him not being here is what's making the party so awesome. I mean, let's really think about it. He's been nowhere to be seen by anybody. He's probably up crying in his room or something. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Maybe he had another panic attack like I told you about, but he's not here, and things are going great. They probably got better after he left, to be honest. We got light shows everywhere. I mean, it's a good time. We got that dragonborn dancing her heart out. <laughs> I mean, it's each their own, I guess. But hey, as long as Danku's happy, the people are happy, then I'm happy, and Jimothy's happy. See you later, dude. And he later, out. dude. Anyway, back to work. Okay, let's see. Uh, what we got here? Drinks, drinks. Oh, God, there's a lot of them. I'm going to poke my head out the door and see if that lady, the dragonborn that ran away earlier, is out there like having a smoke or something. <laughs> see if I can get some help. Uh, yeah, yeah, she she's back in. Um, I think you guys alleviated some of her stress, and she is willing to uh, to to run the drinks again. Um, you're happy to take another ticket if you want to, um, but she's got the dwarves that were helping her earlier running a pretty efficient game right now. Ever since you guys showed up with the beers, that's made it way easier for them to fulfill orders, and they're just pouring everybody a beer. And it 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 looks like Jimothy has created a perfectly oiled machine. Yeah, I gotta say I hate that guy, but he did something right here. I told you we were going to get through this. Now, let's get this done. I am focusing on helping with drinks. The rest of the party, fine. All well and good. But this character likes providing things. Okay. Um, I guess uh, Ethorium and or uh, Vaster. Sorry, um, Drenethil or Vaster. Um, do you guys have anything else you guys need to accomplish at this party? Or are you, uh, you happy with the way it went? You know, honestly, my character will always take a chance to fuck with Jimothy but not to the point where it's going to fuck with his good time. And he is having a goddamn blast at this party. He has made good friends with Octo. He's, 
you know, talking to everybody he talked to today and just making sure he's seen and just having a fucking killer talk. All right. Dramathil, are you in the same boat or are you, uh, are you, I guess the better question is, are you over not making a fraternity at this point uh, because of your, your conjuration disaster? <laughs> yeah. You know, I think uh, it was fair game. I think, I, I, I think we're, we're all good. I don't really, uh, I, I feel like my mind's a little, little somewhere else. <laughs> Okay. The uh, running is now playing, um, which is everyone's favorite song. It's, it seems like the party is uh, coming up to a crescendo. And while he's playing, this time it's not just a figment of Dramathil's imagination. The statue actually liberates and is like doing the robot from 150 feet up. Danku, you can see him. He's like hanging from one of the like the, the scaffolding pieces, doing like flips inside the booth. He's jamming his fingers on whatever this contraption he has in front of him that I guess is what makes the music. I don't really know anything about DJing. And right as the final pump happens, and it's like building to that biggest beat drop, the lights come on. And you hear from outside, students, please stop. We do not wish to harm you. For too long, we have allowed drugs and extracurriculars to ruin the school's reputation. No more. This is a place of learning, and we cannot tolerate these distractions. We only want the ringleader. Give up, Jimothy and DJ Danku. Ah, oh, B. You guys can talk with each other if you want. I think I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a minor illusion across the building, and it's just it's going to, in a very robotic voice, scream, Scatter! <laughs> so are you trying to make it seem like the statue is saying it? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, I, So you don't need to roll for that, right? It just works? Yeah, it just works. Okay. Yeah, you hear you hear the scatter call. Unfortunately, the whatever, like, Robotronics is uh, affecting this, um, this, this statue are not stopped, even though the music did. So now Danku can, is not playing music, but he's at the top of, of this kind of rickety statue that's still doing the robot and he appears to be freaking out. The scatter call does not really help for the composure of the crowd. Everyone starts flying in different directions. Um, you've got octopuses and trolls running into each other. Uh, you've got beholders that are falling into the water. The lava no longer looks like water. It just looks like an absolutely disgusting frat pool. You've got, like, condoms in there and, like, a bunch of, like, empty crushed beer cans at the bottom of it. Um, the facade of what was this beautiful cathedral right now has fallen in the light, and you realize this place is absolutely disgusting. Okay, we all need to get tested, but especially you, Vaster. You need to get tested like, <laughs> as soon as possible. Uh, I uh, calmly get out of the pool, take a step, and start walking down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Peace! <laughs> uh, so you're, you're, you're walking straight outside into where the... Um, the authorities potentially are. Yeah, they said they didn't want me. I'm good. So there, there are like 15 to 20 campus security guards out front. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. anyone that they can tackle or anyone that's intimidated already it is, is being lined up on their knees with their hands behind their head. And they keep saying, no one's going anywhere until we get Danku and this Jimothy character. Mm. All right. Uh, well, I see all this and... I calmly turn right back the fuck around and walk inside. <laughs> okay. And they say, hey, get you there. Stop. I uh, cast Minor Illusion and, like, disappear. <laughs> uh, is that how Minor Illusion works? Let me see. It's a cantrip. I know that much. Yeah, um, I don't think it 
it's a cantrip. It probably can't like basically function as invisibility. That seems a yeah. little. It does. Let me reread it. You are completely correct. I mean, you could. There are things you can do with minor illusion, like create an object where you're standing, and you can be inside of it, and things mm-hmm. can't see you. But yeah, I guess you could create a minor illusion directly behind yourself of you stopping. It can not be larger than a five foot cube, but considering I'm about four and a half feet tall, that's perfect. Uh, I never really understand what that means. Does that mean five feet by five feet by yeah. five feet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So, what do you want it to illusion? I'm going to illusion um, a five foot cube made of gelatinous. Oh, you're just <laughs> going to fill the entire space with like opaque. It's going to look like a gelatinous cube is coming out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess roll, well, um, roll intimidation. Those things are terrifying. <laughs> All right, that is a fourteen. Okay, yeah, they they just uh, he likes he goes into his uh, his sending stone, and he says, uh, "Yeah, ten four, we've got a gelatinous cube. We're gonna need some extra help." Uh, and you hear back, "Yep, reinforcements inbound." <laughs> and I uh, I run inside and uh, I start looking for my compatriots because they're what's most important right now. Hey, bud, <laughs> see that uh, cube? That thing was freaky looking. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where the hell did D go? I'm, last I saw, he was, was supposed to be running drinks to security. See them? <laughs> uh, you're talking about Dramathil, right? Yeah, I couldn't remember the name, so it became D. <laughs> yeah, where are you? Uh, you know, I think uh, Dramathil's trying to start a Congo line off the off the dance floor. <laughs> 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 to no music, just. To no music at all. <laughs> Got some like ringing going in his ears, and that's good enough for him. <laughs> Partying with the with the statue that's still going. Yeah, I mean the other guys that were that were tripping with you, man. They they've done their two inches as well, and they're having a, a grand old time with you. Um, they're they're still dancing to the the beat of their own drummers. But from the statue, you guys can hear another very robotic voice that says, "Somebody, please help me." How the fuck are we supposed to get up that thing? Uh, Please, you've got to get me out of here. I'll do anything. <laughs> um, all right, I start looking around and, like, are we supposed to climb this thing? Start, like, going around the skirt trying to find an entrance? Uh, so the entrance isn't too hard to find because the thing keeps, like, lifting up its legs every once in a while to do, like, a cool, like, karate kick to the non-existent music. Um, but it's kind of hard to to catch a leg when it's on the ground uh, without risking being smushed. And this thing is, it's not a real piece of iron, but it's heavy. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, me and my 13 hit points would definitely die. <laughs> Are you two coming with me, or is it just me? I'm going with you. I don't know what I can do. I'm a guy with a frisbee, but I'm, I'll tag along. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you, if, if you guys have, like, found me and, you know, dragged me along, then... <laughs> I don't think we would have waved you down at this point. Can we okay. overcome the skooma is the problem. <laughs> um, then, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I think if you guys got my attention, then I think I'll, I'll head over with you guys. What do we need to get your attention? Like a glow stick? Or <laughs> anything shiny? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, probably just some jumping and weaving will probably do the trick, I think, since there's not a ton going on. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the, the hollers for help continue to ring out. Um, and from the same corner that Dramathil was dancing the, the night away comes a very disheveled and overweight looking version of Jimothy. 
And he says, oh, no, DJ Danku's up there, and he's all alone. Someone's got to help him. Yeah, go help him. I, I can't do it. Look at the shape of me. And he's, he's pointing to his big pot belly. It's a good point. What you should do is go out front and get out of the way and let us take care of this. Guys, you've got to help me. The, the cops say they're trying to arrest me. I'd be fine. Oh, well, I mean, you did throw a hell of a rager. Yeah, you this did. It's been a, really a great party, buddy. Your name will go down in history if you get arrested. You guys are the ones that made it so fun. They should be coming for you. <laughs> Why don't you go tell Jeffrey that? And I just walk past him. Okay. Um, yeah, he's, he's not going out to surrender himself. He's just sort of generically like like fake pulling hair out of his head while he ponders what to do about Danku, a, a beloved national treasure being stuck at the top of his animated statue. I'm going to go and save the DJ. Okay, that's one for save the DJ. Thorium, what were you saying? Uh, do I see any of the uh, party security around? Couple. So at least one of them is up with Danku trying to calm him down. Um, he has an normal voice. He's like, hey, don't worry. Eventually this thing will run out of steam and we'll just walk back down. Relax. It's only got a nine-hour window for the gasoline to run out. And there are two other guards that are on the ground, but they do not seem to be of a lot of help. Uh, one of them is the guy that was talking to you earlier. Okay. So, yes, yeah, so I think uh, before we, we start uh, getting uh, dank, dank, Danku, um, I'll walk over to that guy and be like, hey, just so you know, that's the guy that they're trying to get about front. If, if you wouldn't mind taking care of that, uh, you know, just cleaning up some of the mess. He goes, well, uh, uh, I, mean, I don't I don't care too much about them arresting that Denku, but we've we've been hired to make sure that nobody gets a, a piece of that uh, equipment up there. Oh, well, th- this guy, he's big trouble. He's he's definitely trying to trying to get the uh, the, the mixtape. He's definitely uh, got his eye on it. Which one then? Uh, that guy over there. And I'll point over to Jimothy. The, uh, I'll- he goes, <laughs> oh, all right. Let me go see if I can rough him up a bit. And he walks over that direction and starts having a very animated conversation um, with uh, with Jimothy. And Jimothy appears to be denying whatever accusations are being thrown at him. Yeah. All right. So now I'm good to help uh, <laughs> rescue the DJ. <laughs> uh, Matt, uh, are, you still, are you still running around? I'm following my compatriots. They're the skilled ones that know what's up and know how to handle things. I'm all about supporting whatever they want to do. Okay, what do you guys want to do? Uh, like I said, the, the feet are coming off the ground every once in a while, but it, it's getting easier to time it up as you watch a little bit longer. The statue is doing the robot. Um, there is currently no music playing, so the monotony of his movements are uh, predictable, but fairly violent. Uh, do we see any sort of uh, you know, machinery or like a switch or anything like that that could possibly turn him off? Or is it, <laughs> does it seem like an enchantment? Like, what's the vibe there? <laughs> yeah here's the button to win the game <laughs> up in the center of it earlier like you could see up the bottom it looked like the most elaborate version more like the command center is probably at the top everything else is just sort of hollow scaffolding but that part is like for real iron encapsulated i, I don't know if it's uh Danku is controlling it or if it's responding to the music it's it's hard to say i have nothing that'll help so i'm just going to try to time this out and work my way through yeah can i try to help him with the timing in some way a loud count uh roll initiative you guys are going to attempt to uh to conquer the the knight of base here that is a three plus one so four 13 
That is a 20 for me. Okay, so we have got... First up is Dramathil, then Macra, then Voster. Okay, Dramathil. All right, so... Uh... They're going to get up as close as they think is smart uh, with the with the statue's erratic movement and uh, kind of like get down in like a runner's position and kind of like count, count to themselves to kind of uh, time it out right and then just kind of book it. Okay, so is it a dash action then? Sure. Okay, I guess that's performance in a way. You're trying to time this up. So yeah, roll performance, but remember, you have... You have disadvantage on anything that requires concentration. Okay. Okay, we're not using that guy, I guess. Um, okay. All right, so that's going to be a 12. It, it's slamming down every time, and each time it's it's a little bit lower on the ground because it's actually doing damage to the floor as it, as it slams. You, you time it up fairly well, but it still kind of clips you as you walk through. Your leg just barely doesn't clear it. Your left leg as you're running through. And you are in really bad shape. This thing was super, super heavy. You're going to take eight points of damage. Okay. Um, and I did want to confirm, is the damage that I took earlier, is that all? Are we good at full health? Or? I think you're at full health. I think it would have taken, it would, have, it would make sense to me that you would have addressed those wounds before you went to the library. All righty. And that was eight damage, you said? Or, yeah. <laughs> yep. So your leg is badly is badly hurt, and you're not going to be able to really okay. use it without assistance. I'm also going to try uh, to Macron. get up in there, watching the timing and trying to make my move. Uh, okay. Um, roll the same thing. Roll a uh, performance. I'm definitely going to use my inspiration on this, because uh, I could die. <laughs> okay, that's... Oh. 11 minus 1. Uh, yeah, pretty similar result. You trip over Dramathil's body on the ground um, as you're trying to time this up. The difference is you kind of spill over her, and your arm gets caught you know, under the foot, and you are going to take 11, no, sorry, 10 points of damage, and your right arm yeah, is also basically tracks. useless. I'm almost dead and can't use right arm. <laughs> this is going great. Vaster, you have taken your time, and I've watched your compatriots try to time this up. The good news there is you are going to have advantage if you try to do the same thing because you've seen how badly they messed I'm this up. Or you can try to do something. Frost on the joint, mechanical one. A frigid beam of blue light, blue white light streaks toward a creature within range. It's it takes one d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by ten feet. But I think we can make these rules fit. No, I have to so make I a roll for him. I have to roll. And that is a 15. It takes uh, that hits. eight cold damage. Okay. Um, you shoot the joints, and it, it starts to slow down a little bit, like moment by moment. The, the leg that was coming back up that was going to stomp down again on your friends who have not really cleared the space from which they were already at slows to a very, very dull pace, and they're able to clear themselves out of the way. The head of the statue looks down directly at you in the eyes, and he blows fire out of his mouth. It's not hot enough or far enough to hit you, but it becomes pretty clear that this is, in fact, an enchantment, 
and maybe has some we own really will of its own. Right. <laughs> Damn, my father was right again. Gramophil. <laughs> um, wait, so this thing oh, is sorry. sentient to a degree? You, you okay. may have aggro. I can him. work with this. <laughs> okay. Let me see. If you say so. Dramathil, it's your turn, but before you're able to move, the music starts again. And it is still the same DJ Denku beats, but now the robot is kind of um, changing up its own movements and at the moment is reaching down towards uh, Vaster. Um, you hear a very, very afraid voice from the top of the the statue that says, okay. I have oh, lost man. control. <laughs> I think at this point, I, I'm just going to be trying to get onto the um, the scaffolding to start kind of climbing up. I, I don't remember how you said it was, it was like set up. For now, that's easier to do. He's actually um, getting down to one knee because he's trying to get at Vaster. It's just like, it's like the, bo- the bones of it are connected scaffolding, mm-hmm. like metal pipes that have been screwed into other metal pipes and joints. So the inside of it is hollow except the head. So certain areas even have like little like ramps or stairs up to another heights. In total, it looks like there's probably about four distinct levels before you get to the head. And so if he's down on his knee, you kind of have Alrighty. access to the uh, second level. While that's available to me, I'm going to start trying to get up there, making sure to use my, my arms and my good leg and trying to keep pressure off of the other one. Okay, so you can either go half the speed or I, you can roll with disadvantage. I what what would that roll be? Uh, um, acrobatics okay. or uh, athletics? You can pick. I think I'll I'll take the take the chance and I'll do the the uh, the roll with disadvantage. Okay, so that is going to be a sixteen. Uh, yeah, nice job. Um, you are able to hobble some way over onto the knee because it's 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 uh, all these exposed piping, basically just like doing a bunch of pull-ups in a row, and you are awesome at those. So you are actually all the way climbed Sweet. to third level at this point. I'm going to look up at all those pipes and look at my broken good arm. I'm like, well, that, that idea is out. <laughs> Bastard, you owe me one. And I'm going to run out and try to like get the thing's attention and like try to th- throw the frisbee with my bad hand at it, just randomly, like, trying to piss it off to get it to focus on me instead of him, because he can do way more than I can. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, roll to hit uh, with advantage, and remember, yeah, you can make this thing do yeah, I'm going what you want to, to do in the air. try to, like, do that thing that sometimes you see in frisbee where, like, they throw it and it, like, bounces off the ground and gets more distance, except I'm going to do it like climbing up the thing so it bounces off of it and then hits it so it like gets up a little further. Seven cool, I'll take it. Uh yeah, it it, it kind of chips off its upper thighs and hits it like closer to the chest. He does notice you and he turns his attention to you. Yeah, I catch I, I catch the frisbee and go, the fuck is this thing made out of? <laughs> it is one uh, master's I'm turn. I'm going to uh Stand up and yell at it, and I'm going to cast Charm Person. Okay, yeah, I thought I, I was hoping because you said it had some will of its own that it might be. 
Uh, you attempt to charm a humanoid you can see within range. It must make a wisdom saving throw and does so with advantage if you and your companions are finding it. If it fails, I would make the argument this thing's probably closer to monstrosity. It's it's a humanoid. It's in the shape of a human. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I, I, I don't even know what a monster what is a monstrosity. I guess so, we should probably I mean there are that. a lot of things that are humanoid ish but aren't categorized as humanoids, like trolls. Um well, I, I think trolls are. I'm agreeing for this for this purposes. It's bipedal, and it was created in the form. Yeah, it, of a uh, monstrosity so, yeah. is considered unsightly. <laughs> now this thing's pretty cool. According to Google, it's something, especially a building that is very large. <laughs> and considered unsightly. Yeah, something that is outrageously or offensively wrong. Yeah, this thing's big, <laughs> but it's awesome. It is not unsightly. I want this on my front lawn. I'm terrified of this fucking thing. <laughs> I'm going uh, to cast charm person. Got? He needs to make a wisdom saving throw with advantage. First one's a six. And he needed a Here 16. A yeah, I'm okay. At this point, he is charmed. Uh, he requires me as a friendly acquaintance and until the spell ends or, I, or me or my companions do anything harmful to it. Hey, buddy! Okay. Come here real quick. I got a question for you. Let me talk it into your ear. I'm going to try to get, get it as low as he can. Oh, is this going to be a problem for <laughs> the dragonborn inside of it? Um, he'll he'll go on all fours. He's not going to get his head right next to yours, but he's going to say, "Do you have a secret for the night of?" I really do, Peace. and I start motioning towards the kinku to jump out the eye that we've been seeing him dance through. Uh, okay, now it'd still probably be like a 30 or 40 things. foot fall. Uh, he, he does. I don't know if that means he can fly. Um, he, he does okay. not seem interested Maybe in that course of action. <laughs> well, with all this, yeah. He, he, he shouts down, he says, Do you know that you have equipment? a really awesome musical setup in your head right now? I'm just going to continue, keep on trying to Charm this person, uh, keep talking to this thing, because I have an hour, and I'm going to try to keep it as calm as I can while my friends try to pull it, pull the kinku out. Um, the Knight of Base says, there is no such thing as music in your head. It is always <laughs> in your heart. So true. That is very deep, my It's the statue's turn, but there's really not much he can do. I mean, he's... He's kind of uh, uh, impressed himself with that um, head versus heart comment, and he puts on a tune, but he is not playing Kenku or DJ Kenku anymore. He's playing songs that he likes, and it's it's this Cat Stevens. DJ of bass has a lot of fucking taste. Alrighty, uh, I'm gonna uh, keep trying to make my way up to the head um, so that I can help uh, get the get the guy out of there. <laughs> Well, these are all fours. It's it's way easier for you to to traverse the statue, but you still have this problem with your leg yeah. that's not really going to help. Yeah, you're just, you're just, just climbing forward, trying to not injure it anymore. <laughs> okay, do a um, an acrobatics. We're going to say disadvantage because your leg, but advantage because he's on all fours now and he's easier to go. Okay. So just a normal Oof. acrobatics. Uh, Eleven. 
it's really slow going. You're trying to be cautious, which is good. And I, I think that you would recognize that a charm has been cast. So it's a little bit easier to go slow. You're not, you have no reason to go super, super fast. You are, let's uh, probably 30 feet. You're one turn away from entering the head. If all play Ruby love. <laughs> is he charmed by you and all of your friends? Or he is charmed by you, by you. Uh, Grizz. Okay, he's going to unfortunately continue to play uh, Cat Stevens unless you want to try to uh, love is a cat persuade Stevens. him. Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> look that up. You're right. I know I'm right. I okay, think Cat does. Stevens songs. <laughs> I started playing Cat Stevens okay. songs. Um, yeah, he's 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 jamming along. It is that was Macross. Sorry, guys. I don't know what you expect from just a guy. I'm going to just keep on jamming out to Ruby Love. I'm gonna just I'm gonna like find a chair, sit it down, and see if I can find any of this world's version of weed and just start god cat stevens just is so good um i mean there's there's quite a bit of skooma that's been left around the party during the uh well i need a downer not chaos right now <laughs> i can go pour us a drink <laughs> okay <laughs> it is the statue's turn he is still jamming however at this moment 10 police officers campus security come through what is just now like the gross water that's circulating through the uh the area and the the one that you guys uh were yelled at earlier says we have information to believe that he's in the head let's go get him boys and they all start running towards the statue okay Um, you're so close yes i guess i'm making making the rest of the way up there Okay, no need to roll. This is just your movement this time. Uh, you make it to the control console, and there's a little hatch. And when you go up through it, there is in front of you a lot of very complicated-looking levers and machines and all kinds of stuff. There is a very scared-looking Kenku, who, while, when the lights are on, does not seem nearly as cool as he's, he appeared when you guys first arrived. He is not keeping his composure at all. He uh, keeps saying, uh, why, why have you come up here? They sent someone with a broken leg. And he is holding on to a mixtape mix in his hand. Hey, with dude, all I'm of just trying mind. to help you get out of here. Uh, we should probably go. Um, okay, uh, what, what, what do you um, propose that we do? What, what is in this head? Uh, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a bunch of gears and whistles and... Um, some levers. Uh, it, it's it's hard to tell what all of them do. I guess you're if you want to roll for an investigation, you can try and uh, first. Sort some can of that I out. ask him if he knows what any of them do? Uh, I mean, do you sure. know what any of when any of the levers or any of that? It, it, does that control this guy? Is that just the music? What what is what's the setup here? Um, I'm not totally sure. Honestly, being a modern DJ is just. Plugging in your iPad Fair and enough. hitting play. Uh, give me one second. Let me check it out. And I'll go ahead and do that investigation roll. Uh, so that is a 15. 
there's um in front of, of you directly and it doesn't have like it's not an anatomical layout but it says knight of base override and there's a lot of different uh, levers you can pull there is a button that pretty clearly this is the only one that's like obvious is the fire breath that you can you can press some of them look like they like a lever that says left leg one that says right arm yeah but so it's i'm not gonna intuitive. Um, can i like yell down to the to to my compatriots that are out on the ground would they hear me or is there like a mic or something um i've got some levers that i think move this guy's body parts let me know if i'm about to crush anyone and then i'm gonna start kind of just kind of pushing levers and pulling levers and seeing what happens Take you at least a turn to try to figure out what is what. So we'll move on, and then next time uh, we'll have you roll again for who knows what to see if you can make okay. long or short of how this thing operates. You want to what? Oh, oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure I know how that's going to go, and I'm going to get away from the robots. <laughs> Maybe head towards the bar and start pouring drinks. <laughs> Uh, okay, the, the the bar is empty at this point. The kegs, all but one of them, have disappeared in when when everyone's scattered. And there's, yeah, there's no wait staff back there anymore. How uh, many people are in this room, and how many can I make in one turn? Let's see. We've got ten guards, Jimothy, two security, and then the four of you. So I don't know, about like twenty people ish. Yeah, if you want to make like a, a the same cocktail, you could probably make twenty. See, I'm trying to figure out like turns. what I could actually do to improve the situation. And looking at the uh, character uh, sheet, which was level randoms and character randoms, there there ain't um, a lot. Uh, <laughs> so if we go towards who the character is, I think serving drinks lends more towards who he's what he's been doing. Uh, and if possible, is there any way I can use the frisbee to deliver the drink? I Physically, I don't know how that would work out but maybe i'm good enough with the frisbee i don't <laughs> uh let's wait till next turn after you have the drinks made and then we'll find that out it would, it'll be really difficult I mean, but it's not impossible it up, but it's going to be fun to see how badly <laughs> okay what, what drink do you make just you beer quick and simple straight beers all right it is the oh, statue's turn it's all good oh, uh, did you i'm going to Attempt to do major image, my last level three spell, and have the image of a kinku jumping out of the eye and running out the back. Uh, okay, yep, it jumps out of the eye and kind of lands superhero style. Everyone's kind of amazed that he didn't like break his legs on the fall, and he starts to skitter. And um, the uh, the guy goes, "You five after him! I'll look for Jimothy." And they split up and are not really focused on you guys all that much anymore. Nice play. Um, unfortunately, the direction the, the Kanku ran, there are uh, five security guards um, now on their way to... <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> um, Athorium, uh, roll... Well, what could this be? Survival, maybe? Or Arcana? There should be a mechanical... Roll, roll insight. I think that makes the most sense. Trying to figure these sure. these buttons and knobs Ooh, out. That is a three. So I will point out you do I have do. a magical dice. I think I will go ahead and use that one. That is a nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's this thing. This thing is tough. You're you're kind of um, you're stiffly getting it up, and it takes an entire turn. 
you you know how it operates and it's standing directly up you're like 120 feet back up in the air but you're not going to be able to take a true action with it this round you can move him if you want well my plan was to kind of get him to try and like lie down on his stomach or something if that seemed viable um from his hands and knees position yeah, that's a movement. So yeah, you can just get him to. He just he he bellies out and is like laying like a starfish. He takes up almost the entirety of the dance floor. Um, his bellies are like over top of the middle of the dance floor, and it's only about a five to ten foot drop now. If you guys wanted to, uh, yeah, pop um, out of his head. Where do, can I can I tell where the guards are in relation to the head now? Um, so five of them went back the the direction of the bar, which mm-hmm. is not the way you guys are facing. The other five are now that you've done this, looking around quite perplexed, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. It looks like half of them have kind of their eyes on who they believe to be Jimothy, who is still arguing loudly with a security guard about his attempted theft of equipment. The other ones are looking over at you, trying to figure okay. out what's yeah, going so on. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and tell the. Uh... The, the Kanku be like, hey, just uh, lay low here for a minute, gather up your stuff, and be ready to go when I when I tell you. Okay? You good? Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like his nerves are really going to be able to handle okay. that, but he, he heard so, you at least. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, uh, at least, like, I, I think I'll, I'll, like, poke my head out and just be like, sorry about that, guys, just trying to get this thing, uh, you know, settled down for the night. Okay, uh, roll a really weird persuasion. Roll a perception? Deception. Deception. No, a there deception. <laughs> I'm just like, huh? <laughs> uh, that is going to be a 15. It gives them pause. Like, you don't look you don't look like anyone they were told to come get. I guess they're maybe a little surprised to see that someone's still inside the, um, the statue, but they're not actively pursuing you, so All right, it might I'll have partially worked. All right, I'll go ahead and start helping the the Kanku get his stuff together as uh, discreetly as we can without drawing the attention of the security guards. So, you know, very badly hurt, bad arm, uh, starting to make drinks, looking around, seeing the situation starting to boil down and thinking, you know what, I'm just going to struggle one for me because this night sucked. Uh, You hear, you hear, uh, you there! Uh, Yeah, you went out that way. Point at the door. I'm imagining the major illusion probably would have tricked me too to think the Kenku was running away, and I would have no idea to know otherwise. Um, once it once it left my line of sight, it disappeared. So, so yeah, I think you're gonna have to roll a deception because it would you wouldn't have seen it oh, okay. go through deception. the bar. <laughs> Thirteen. Four out of the five continue on, and the one guy says, "I'm gonna stay here to make yeah, sure this guy's not a troublemaker." <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and we'll do that last roll. Do a uh, now. Now this is a um, what should we call this? Do you want to do a I performance mean, I I to make work. the drink? I, I don't think it's going to go super great either way. Okay, that's a negative one. So it's a five. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty. I mean, he, he's he's unimpressed. You make him like a rum and coke, and the whole time you're trying to do it like Tom Cruise, and it's just like, okay, what? That, who, who, who that is this tracks with the broken the drink. <laughs> I'm going to uh, uh, go over to uh, do my friend helping out the Kinku and start trying to get him kind of bottled up. 
Uh, I'm feeling very fatigued from all the casting I've done, but I do have a few small tricks I can do. So I'm just like trying to, but I'm trying to conserve as much energy as possible. Okay, we're going to leave initiative because no one is really actively attacking you guys. You got one person making drinks for the cops. The other two are harboring a fugitive in some way, but currently unbeknownst to is the Is the uh, kinku police. out of the head entirely at this point? If he's out, I'm going to whisper out, sure. to my giant friend, they'll never let you be free. You need to run. Run from here. Oh, God, that's going to be property damage at least. <laughs> um, I'd also like to point out that, yeah, I'm serving drinks to cops, but we've already been busted, and there's beer here, and cops like to drink fat. No for them. So it's not completely out of the norm that they might be. Um, I, I don't know if what I... Now that the override has been activated, I don't know that he... As is much free will. I'm gonna let you try something else. I, I, I like the idea. Well, that's my bad. I uh, I should have thought of that. Um, one uh, here. I'm just gonna step to the side and I want to look up something real quick. How a spell works. Is anybody else trying to make a move here? Um, what's what's so going on? We've, so we've established that the Kenku is out of the head now, and the are the the guards reacting to that at all? Do you want to try to get him out sneakily? Are you turning him over to the cops? Like, what's the... I guess I'm not sure what your guys' motivations yeah, are. Right um, That's something we should probably decide, is are we trying to hand these guys over? So I think Jimothy, definite yes. I don't... He, yeah. He's responsible for this whole thing. The Kenku, I don't think he really had anything to do with it, so I think we're good to kind of, like, help him get out of there, especially if we we, we liked his, his job. He He did a good... So what if service. I try to, like, make a distraction so you have a little bit easier time of getting the kinku out unnoticed? Are you asking me With or are you buzz. trying to go over the plan? Okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The way I see it is this kinku is a DJ, but, like, my only goal in saving him was saving him from dying inside the empty skull of a giant statue. Beyond that, he's on his own, personally. So- so you're kind of indifferent towards him and probably hate Jimothy. Yeah, and I also know that if this guy gets busted, Jimothy's out on his ass. Jimothy's going to be out on his ass because he's about to be busted. <laughs> so I, I got him down, and I'm going to try to find a way for us three to get out of here without getting too much trouble. Okay. Yeah, that, that sounds reasonable. It sounds like a really good idea. I do kind of feel like a little bit, um, our goose might be cooked and we might have some comeuppance about this. I mean, we've clearly been seen here and everybody else seen here is already in handcuffs. Oh, well, because they the only people that they were trying to get were, were Jimothy and uh, the Kenku. So as soon as they determined that we are neither Jimothy nor the Kenku, I think that'll be uh, an easier and time for definitely us. not. So I think if we really want to make this easy on ourselves, we should just be like, all right, we got the Kenku here. Jimothy's talking to that guy over there. All done. Done and dusted. So, all right, I'm gonna. And I'm not that much connected with the kinky, so I'm gonna just like, uh, hey, get him to sign your CD before he gets arrested, would you? <laughs> <laughs> the CD is back at my house. Damn it! Unfortunately, uh, "Running with the Dragon" is the only song of his I knew. <laughs> That's why I <laughs> claimed that that was his best one. <laughs> okay, so we're just handing them over. It sounds like. 
I don't yeah, have any qualms I, with that. No, yeah, no, we're just kind of handing this cat over. Uh, okay. Um, he is uh, pleading with you guys. He says, uh, please, please do not make me. I have international warrants for trafficking skooma. They will yeah, put me in prison in forever. Time, buddy. And so what, what are you guys doing? I, just, I, does that mean? I, I was real loud at one of, the, one of the cops. I'm like, here he is. He's right here. Uh, yeah. I have yeah, a student, big ass bird right next to me. Uh, yeah, he sees him and he says, "Hey, I, I've got, I've got the DJ. Um, I've got eyes on him." And he lunges at the DJ and turns him like, like face to the wall and starts patting him down. The DJ is looking at you guys really scared and kind of eyes the mixtape in his hand and tries to drop right, it on the uh, ground. If he successfully does guys. that, I'll go ahead and pick that up for him. I want to tie my boot and just, you know, <laughs> grab it quietly. Let's I feel like I would be closer to, to him, uh, so I feel like yeah. that would just. And if I'm over at the bar and see that, and know that they're probably gonna try to grab for it, I'm gonna like slam the drink on the bar and be like, "God damn it! College is supposed to be a time to have fun and experiment, and y'all are fucking it up for everybody!" And like trying to get them to look at me. Good yeah. job. Roll, roll <laughs> performance with advantage. Ooh, the, thank God for advantage. Critical twenty. <laughs> <laughs> They all jerk their heads over to him for a second, and Dremethil very slyly um, picks up the, the mixtape. And when you look back up, you notice that now the Kanku looks really haggard and tired. Like, this has been just too long of a day. Maybe the drugs are starting to, uh, to catch up with him. And you feel a sudden boost in confidence that you've never really had about yourself especially it's been a tough couple days you know almost failed out of college you couldn't really get the the fraternity you want to but you are going to take while you are holding this a plus five Sweet. to any guys i've got like good charisma now <laughs> <laughs> were you harboring this individual or uh, uh, no um, sir did I, you I capture him? him i mean we wouldn't have handed him over to you if we were harboring uh, that's good logic too. A thorium roll a deception. Right, so that get, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So I got a fourteen, but I will say I got I have like a plus ten, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it. He doesn't really understand how that could be possible. That you guys were up inside the the statue here. You were talking to him for a long time, but I, I think he's he's kind of having a not my job, not my prob moment where he's like, you know what? I got, I got the guy. Let's just let these kids go. And he says, all right, don't let me know your names in the future. Okay. And I start walking for the front door and I, uh, get my shoulder underneath the, of my friends because the leg is still fucked up. And you guys exit. You're allowed to, to freely go. And as you guys walk out the front door, almost the entire student body is kind of like looking around, trying to figure out what they're supposed to do. There aren't any more cops out there. And the, the police say, uh, you're all free to go. The, uh, the uh, criminals have been apprehended. And directly behind you guys, they walk out DJ Danku and Jimothy in cuffs. And the entire student body starts to frown and um, whisper about you guys. 
You are now officially known yeah, as the biggest. I'm gonna be totally honest with you two homies. Uh, I came to this school because parents wanted me to be an adventurer. I'm kind of thinking bartender might be a better route. I might go, <laughs> you know, see what that's about. <laughs> so if y'all ever come to Fandolin, look me up. <laughs> so that's that's where we're gonna end our session, you guys. Um, you know, college is tough. You never you never know if what you're doing is the right social move. Um, and sometimes you, you get in a position where you have to, uh, have to sell out the most beloved recording artist on campus just so that, but, you, you know, maybe a, maybe a, a new one will pop up sometime soon. Who knows? I mean, the man had international warrants for drug smuggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one liked Jimothy either. <laughs> maybe college isn't for everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in to Way D a Minute. We are available on all available platforms. If you would be ever so kind, leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify, as that does help us out immensely. And make sure to stick around for some final words from the cast. We'll see everyone next week. Hey guys, thank you so much for playing. I enjoyed myself. Um, I hope that you guys did too. And if you didn't, just don't tell me about it and then I'll never know and my world can continue to go on. Um, I have been Gian Puppy Pound. Um, I will continue to shamelessly plug my work um, at that name. You can find all my stuff on DriveThruRPG um, as well as follow us on Instagram at that same name. We make really funny games to play with your buddies. <laughs> And it was a great game. I had a really good time, and I'm looking forward to the next one. This is Grizzly, and I promise you I'm not nearly as big of a narc in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe now, definitively, <laughs> lastly and least, based on his uh, his level one rating yeah, today. Yeah, this is Anthony, Anthony, and whether it be dice rolls or character randomization, even failure can be fun if you just make it fun. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.